0: Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. My name's Carter, and I am joined today by Nate. We're going to talk uh, as little or as much Ducks hockey as we uh, can possibly talk about, since we're, what, 57? 56 games into the... S- 57, 57 games.
1: 57 yeah,
0: 57 I'll- games into the season, and I, we just don't know how much more we can come up with that is not, like, the same thing, just, like, repeated <laughs> over and over.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, are we also... Um- not talking as much just because we're losing our voice or what's going on there, bud me. Yeah. Uh, sounds, sounds like no, you're losing your voice know. a little bit. No,
0: I don't know. I, I didn't sleep well last night. So maybe I'm just a little, a little tired. Maybe, maybe that could it. be it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Or just like something's in your throat and it'll be gone in a couple seconds. Who knows? Could be.
0: Yeah. It has been like super cold here the last few days too.
1: So like yeah, my throat's fair. just
0: been like ridiculously dry. Not like That's in a fair. sick way. Just I mean, like,
1: like it, it already yeah. does sound better than, like, oh, okay. right off the very start, so. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Might have just been me, yeah. too. Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just blame the internet.
1: Yeah. yeah. That,
0: poor connection. Always, That's gotta be it. Always
1: blame the internet. Just, yeah. It's just, it's just somebody on Twitter. Just, I don't know.
0: Yeah, some some yeah. Twitter
1: hacker or whatever. But. Yeah, exactly. Changing yeah. your voice.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But no, I don't. I don't think I'm
0: sick. Anyways, I don't know. We'll find out in a couple days, maybe. Get down with the sickness,
1: man. What are you doing? Yeah. I'll do it myself. Yeah. Um. (laughs) So I'm just not
0: not on top of it today.
1: Oh no, no, no that wasn't that wasn't like an on you thing. Oh my god!
0: (laughs) Time to start. Yeah, let's just start over.
1: (laughs) Yep. Start. Yep. Hi. How's it going? (laughs) <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah. Um how, how's your week been so far?
1: It's been all right. It's uh break from school, but it hasn't been a mm-hmm. break from school work, to say the least.
0: Yeah, so. you were saying uh I, I can't remember if you said said it on air or not, but you had like a lot of assignments due like as soon as you get back. So, you know, it's not yeah. really gonna be a break. It's it just like no class.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's I think on the on the Monday or not I think I know cuz I looked at it today. I I have two assignments due and two midterms Oof. on the Monday. So, Whoa. yeah, it's good times. So, but uh over the last two days I've done, well, I guess those two assignments are two papers and I did hmm. them both over the last two days. So, nice. I at least got that out of the way, but yeah. So, yeah, only a case study and a reflect case study a reflection and my portion of another paper still to do next week cuz i guess there's 5 5 okay. assignments due so yeah i mean that's reasonable i think yeah can make it happen hopefully so yeah but yeah what about you what's been going on in the world of accounting i mean
0: you know numbers are still
1: numbers <laughs> 2 plus 2 is
0: still 4 so
1: <laughs> okay i'm glad yeah. that hasn't changed <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, as people- far as i know yeah like my, like, my sister's finishing up grade 12, and, like, I have seen, like, some of her homework over the last couple of years, oh, right? Yeah. And like, for, like, a grade 10, grade 11. I'm just like, we didn't do any of this even. What the hell is this? Like, oh, really? Or, or did invented- we just not, or did we
0: do it, and you just are like, I'm never going to use this, and then immediately blocked it out of your no, mouth. Okay, that I was, like, 10 years ago.
1: So. Some of it I genuinely don't think we did. I'm like, I have no recollection of this in particular. Oh, okay. So, or even, like, the one semester uh, that I had of... When I was on like route to uh you know, try to be a teacher or that kind of thing. Like I did have mm-hmm. a practical in class and like even some of the ways like it was a grade three class, some of the ways that they were like showing multiplication, I was just like, Okay, this isn't even close to what we did. Like, mind oh, you, yeah. grade three was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, they, they have definitely like, changed so that kind of
0: <laughs> stuff though. Yeah. Not yeah. not that I have any like connection to you know, grade three kids who do math but like just from like what I've seen on like you know Facebook or like Reddit or whatever when people are like oh this is my kid's math homework like and back in my day you just like did 12 plus 14 and now you gotta like I don't know add letters and shit in there and like draw a little (laughs) seagull to like figure it out and I'm like what the fuck And it's what do they call it it's um it's like new it's like discovery math or some shit
1: I have no idea there's like some
0: weird name for it yeah
1: yeah. I, I don't know ridiculousness anyway but one thing i did have to laugh though about that and i think i told you this like when it happened um was like the social studies textbook that they had mm-hmm. that textbook was introduced when we were in grade three like the year that we were in grade three that was a brand new curriculum in that and, and they're still, still using it? the same book That's yeah yeah like i mean like it is still relevant for sure yeah. But I was just laughing. I'm like, man, like I don't I don't know if that says more about, you know, the curriculum needs a shake up or just me. Like if this is more about me and like yeah, how long I've been around kind of thing. But
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit of both, maybe. A little uh, bit of both, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um we, we did talk about it on the last episode, but uh really just from my perspective, you also saw Ant Man uh Quantumania oh, yeah. on uh I guess that was was that yesterday? Last yeah, night? last yeah. night, yeah. Yeah. So um, just generally, I, I guess we'll still do spoiler for you, just in case. Yeah, you still know, spoiler for some, Someone yeah. hasn't seen it yet. But um, just in general, what were your thoughts on it?
1: I really liked it personally. Um, I could see mm. what you were talking about, though, of like, you know, if you're in like the Marvel long haul, you can definitely see it. But yeah. Um, the, you know, if you're just kind of like a casual person just looking for a movie kind of thing, it might kind of like, I think you'll still enjoy it. But especially at least like off the hop, it might seem kind of odd. Yeah. Um, but well, you went with your girlfriend, right?
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I—I I mean, I don't know her investment in the Marvel. Like, I know she's seen all of them because, I mean, she's dating you. She's seen every Star yeah. Wars and Marvel movie <laughs> at least once. <laughs> um, but so, but I don't know, like if she, like how much she really cares about it. So, what what were her thoughts?
1: She. Enjoyed it is what she said, at least like she, yeah. yeah, like she had a good time and that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. She's fallen off uh, in the sense of like the Disney plus TV shows and that kind of thing that yeah. all connect back into it. Mm-hmm. So like just from, you know, walking through the house while I was watching something like she kind of like understood some of the references that are made yeah, or that kind of thing. But um like I don't think there were too many references that necessarily went over her head kind of thing. Yeah. Which yeah, like you didn't have to good, have but- you
0: didn't have to be caught up and caught up on everything to be able to watch it and know what's going on. But yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was like little connections, I guess, that you could make. So
1: Yeah. And I guess like as like as part of the jokes themselves in the movie, it does kind of give you those like kind of flashbacks to certain things. Yeah. Like for the comedic effect. So mm-hmm. yeah. that, that kind of worked out as well, actually. So there was, mm-hmm. we can talk about like the like what the joke was off air if you don't know which one I'm talking about right offhand. Okay. Um, but it was definitely one of those ones where like it was, it felt like one of those forced Marvel ones, but I actually did get a good kick out of it. Like it was just kind of funny. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it was, it was closer to the end. We'll put it that way. Um, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know uh, which one you're talking about, but. Yeah, yeah, like uh,
1: well, that's well, like, especially that's with a guy like Paul Rudd, right? Uh, it was like, it was just a genuinely like funny movie. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought. so. Um, yeah. There's, uh, I, I, it's hard to just uh, say it, I guess, without going into spoilery area. But I did kind of, I, I texted you the idea last night. Mm-hmm. But I could also have seen kind of the some of the plot points be for a different movie sequel. Which I yeah. thought was kind of interesting, yeah. like just from my perspective at least. But like mm-hmm. for, for what it was though, I did still really enjoy it. Um Kang, especially, without getting into spoilers, uh Jonathan Majors in that role is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, if you, you know, pay enough attention to the MCU, right? Like you're looking at the upcoming slate of movies, you know that's not the only time we'll see a variant of Kang. we'll put it that way. Yeah. Um. So to see what else he can do with the role, I'm really excited to see. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think I stayed. I'd say I, I say spoiler free. Oh yeah, yeah, for that, sure. Think, so.
0: yeah. yeah. Um. If you uh, if you were to rank the Marvel movies, like I did, I I was shitty and didn't do my homework. I didn't watch the second uh, Ant Man and. Alright, second Ant Man, first Ant Man and the Wasp. The middle How movie of the trilogy. You? How dare you? I know, I know you? I'm terrible, but <laughs> um but if you were to rank all three, where would you put each of them?
1: Oh man. Um I do have a soft spot soft spot for the first one. Mm-hmm. So I gotta put that first. Yeah. And then mm, I probably have to go three, two. And that's okay. not to say that the second one's not a bad movie, yeah. But more just some of the development, I guess, in the third movie, and like having an idea of where it might go and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, and it's the the one thing I find that's interesting with a lot of these Marvel movies as well is like they're all taking a look at because uh, the world itself has changed thanks to the blip right? Like Thanos snapping everybody out of existence five years later, they're all coming back. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting to kind of see how that's like how that's tackled in each movie. It's kind of Mm -hmm. interesting to see. I thought so. Yeah. It's all a
0: little bit different and different perspectives and different ways that certain people are dealing with it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to see them not just do like the same thing over and over again, like, yeah, exactly with that. So yeah, Yeah. you know, it's good. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll maybe try and schedule a, like you know, spoiler, non-spoiler-free review of it for a, yeah. an episode on a slower day. But obviously, with you know trade deadline coming up, there's a lot of we'll bigger yep. fish to fry in, uh, in the hockey and specifically Anaheim world. Um, but you know, maybe eventually we'll we'll get to one. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, you know anaheim ducks hockey i guess we can you know take a, a trip over to florida and talk about a couple games that recently happened there
1: Is that can what? we can we actually go to florida it's fucking cold here again <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> no kidding hey <laughs> yeah i wish i wish Ugh. but yeah okay let's uh let's get into it
1: Also, oh. so really, sorry, really oh, yeah, quickly for the like, can we go to someplace uh, else warm? Uh, hi to my family that went to Jamaica huh. while I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah. They picked a good time. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man, I thought we were getting into spring. And then this week it's like, nope, snow, wind, minus was, 20, which so, is like so zero content. Fahrenheit,
1: probably. I, don't know. Yeah. I was so content. I could just wear a hoodie and be perfect. Yeah. Right. And like, I actually had to take out my winter coat. And if you know me in person, especially, I'm horrible at wearing a winter coat. But it's also just because I run so hot. Mm-hmm. That is like just not ideal for me. So yeah, but yeah, I actually had to put it on today.
0: Yeah. Well, so. I mean, regardless of where this game actually would have been, Anaheim, if it would have been in Anaheim, or um, if it, where it actually was, was in Sunrise, it, it was going to be nice and toasty. So yeah, you know, nobody avoiding bad weather here. Unless it rained, I guess, in California, maybe. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. There four- were some massive
1: storms that were happening. I saw That's like, true. videos of like sand going across the streets of Huntington Beach or whatever. Yeah. Which is nuts, I think. But yeah. We got, uh, oh, sorry. We got Ronnie uh, popping in the chat there. Or sorry, pooping in, as he says. Uh, quack, quack, quack. Uh, what's going on, Ronnie? Hey, welcome. Good to see you.
0: Uh, yeah. 4 3 Panthers win in overtime. Uh, over the Ducks on, uh, I guess that was Monday morning on your holiday Monday there. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, again, it's it's that time of the season where, like, I'm kind of torn, like, you know, if this would have happened, say, 30 games ago, I'd have been like, oh, sick, we got a point against Florida. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I'm happy with this team.
1: No, we're 32nd right now. Actually, no. But you know what, though, with the history of the draft. And specifically the draft lottery. Maybe we want 31st.
0: Yeah, we kind of brought that up last time too. But I mean, I I don't know. I think either yeah, I don't I really don't know how to feel, but either way
1: though, another game, another overtime loss. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And another point or another tally in the OTL category. So
0: Yeah. Um, which I mean I think Florida deserved to win. This one, oh, it's, it's uh, harder to argue that. So the yeah, fact like that we even got a point, that we should, we should be happy about. But
1: yeah, even after I, I, what I have in the notes here is just like Florida was sleeping, I think, for the first period. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh big time. And then they went, oh okay, yeah, we'll we'll play hockey now. Yeah, like not even not even like necessarily try, just yeah, we'll play. And yeah, just that's it. Took it from yeah. there, basically. So, yeah. Um, the so, like, not even necessarily about the game itself. I didn't realize that Eric and Mark Stahl were both in the Panthers.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that too. Honestly, like I knew yeah. that, I knew that one of them was there at least, and I, and I can never remember which one is which. I'm just like, there's three Stahl brothers. They all play in the NHL, and every once in a while, I hear a stall, and then I, I just know that one of them is, yeah, you know, still doing stuff. But yeah, I, Eric yeah. and.
1: So yeah, it's Eric, Mark, and then Jordan, who's the captain of the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh right, I
0: forgot he was the captain. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, and both of those guys got a goal in this game too. Like both yeah. Mark and Eric.
0: Was it a uh, was it Eric Stahl's like um like a milestone game for him? Because they uh they were highlighting him quite a lot, and like um his kids were on, like I know it was kids day I guess at the game so I, I that could be why his kids were on the ice and but I don't know it seemed like he uh, he was like highlighted a lot more than you would expect
1: um yeah not that I can see here 13 okay. I mean he, yeah yeah no it wasn't like a milestone game necessarily um
0: did he like recently hit a milestone for goals or assists or points or something?
1: uh he might have for assists in that game maybe mm, okay. no maybe not no yeah no okay yeah
0: i don't know i just feel like he was featured in the pre-games but it could have just been because he was yeah. mic'd up the whole time so that's why that gas he was probably yeah. Old, yeah yeah so yeah i don't know but um yeah i mean it's it, it's kind of weird that the stall brothers are all you know still like relevant in the NHL like they're not it's not like they're just like still you know waiting for their deals to end and like they might put up like 10 points a season or whatever but um he uh but like they're all still like relevant and like producing not at the clip they used to be but yeah um, they're just like all out east so I don't ever really pay attention <laughs> to them that often but then when I, I watch one of their games their like names come up and they like they usually tend to score or get an assist and I'm like what the <laughs> Yeah, you guys exactly. are still around. That's wild because they're I mean, the he, same draft as laugh Well, Eric was, anyways.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Eric, uh, first round, the second overall pick to the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, yeah, he's still like at 38 years old. And remember, like I think it was, was it this season that um, like he didn't have a contract right away, or, or was it last season? Um, mm-hmm. It might have been last mm-hmm. because of the. Oh, I think it might have been last because that's why he was able to go to the Olympics. Um, yes but uh I mean yeah he's still got 20 points and 50 games played this year.
0: Yeah, like that's that's like eleven, relevant, 11 yeah. goals.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like that's still a solid piece, and he's being paid League Min. I'm I able to mm. say this off the top of my head because I did actually look into it like while the game was happening. I was okay, like just yeah. like all stuff. So yeah. uh yeah, oh yeah, he's he's doing all right there. And yeah, Florida's fighting for uh, a playoff spot, which uh, it, it is nice to see, you know, like last year, the Eastern Conference was basically set by November, wildcard included. Mm-hmm. Right, like It was just like, okay, you know, a couple teams are maybe fighting for like what position, but like by Thanksgiving, we knew what teams were going to be there. And,
0: and essentially, we knew the matchups too. Like, yeah, the, uh, I, I can never remember which division it is, but the Tampa, Toronto, Boston one, like uh, the Atlantic. Bar, yeah, yeah. Like barring any just wild upsets, like it was going to be Toronto and Boston with uh, Toronto at two.
1: Yeah, no. and and that's yeah, the, and yeah, that's, that's the, the same. Was, yeah, yeah and that's the same right now as well. It's Boston yeah. with ninety-one points, and then it drops to Toronto with seventy-eight, which is still phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa with seventy-five. And then uh, the next um, would be Florida, who now has that second wild card spot uh, at 64 points. <laughs> so like it's an 11 point gap between mm-hmm. like fourth and third in the division here. Yeah,
0: so. that's wild. But uh, Ronnie saying, uh, "All right, time for some dog walking. I'll be back uh, towards the end, hopefully. Nice. Uh, if not, you guys know I got. Uh, or if not, you know I got you guys for a full listen tomorrow early morning." Which we better appreciate. be back for so, the end.
1: We got a fun little quiz that everybody can partake in.
0: Yeah. Uh, also hitting that like on the way out. Nice, nice. And we got Lucas saying, What's up, boys? Hello, Lucas. What's up, Lucas.
1: Um Yeah, so f- like Florida, I, I was kind of surprised by their initial, you know, like their their first period, I guess, because of the fact that, you know, they're like they're fighting for that those two wildcard spots. Yeah. Right. I thought that they would have been like, okay, like, you know, let's just, let's get this done basically. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they only needed two periods to do it. So, but in that first yeah. period, give us a little least,
0: handicap, a little bit yeah, of a head start. <laughs> in
1: the first period, at least the ducks did look decent. Honestly. Oh, oh yeah. So Mason McTavish, you know, keeping good on staying on rebounds, which that's great to see, especially out of a, a young player there uh, to get the first goal of the game. Mm -hmm. New had a good game as well. I got four shots on net and a little over, like close to two and a half minutes on the power play and a little south of 17 minutes for the night. So, which Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, was um, in the upper end of time on ice. Yeah, Um, for four weeks, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But... Um. Oh, that took me to the regular soon. But yeah. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. No, I thought he was looking good. Uh, at the start there as well. Um, I think it was later on in the game, but Toronto got another goal, so he's keeping that. Mm. You know, three goals in the last five games pace at this point, which is great yeah. to see. As well, we have talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, seems like he's really
0: settling into the team. And I mean, he scored two against his one of his former teams. I guess it was. Florida then the Rangers before he came here.
1: Yeah. Um, um, but one guy that we don't talk about a whole lot offensively, I find, uh, seemed to like Sunrise. Uh, and that was uh Dmitry Kulikov, who put up yeah. a an assist in just south of twenty-two minutes of time on ice, as well as uh some short, uh, some power some power play or power, uh, penalty kill, sorry, time. Um yeah, I yeah, know I thought he looked decent in this game as well, so which mm-hmm. Um, not that he doesn't normally look decent, but like we normally one of
0: those like unnoticeable, just kind of flies under the radar kind of guy, like in, in a good way, though.
1: Yeah, he's, he's unnoticeable unless there's something like no, like drastically noticeable, and yeah, usually it's on the back end, right? So, which mm-hmm. is the vast majority of just this entire team, let's be honest. Yeah, um, but uh, the you know if, if it was up to me for handing out the three stars or that kind of thing, uh, John Gibson in this one yeah. giving the team a chance. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Um, even though you, you know, started the second period with a two nothing lead, it was John Gibson doing his damnedest to keep the team in for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, putting up a 927 safe percentage, he had 55 shots against. Twenty-two of those were considered high danger by natural stat trick. <laughs> um, That's a lot, that, and all f- yeah. and all four of the goals being high danger goals, as well considered by natural stat trick. There, so, yeah, uh, but still sense. putting up a one point two five goal save above expected. He he was yeah. playing lights out in that game, and the ones that did go in, I don't think you can blame on him no. by any means. No, definitely not. So, but. Yeah, he was just uh just looking good, looking good. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh Lucas asking, did Gibby set another record?
1: <laughs> no, unfortunately <laughs> it's probably up there, but no. Yeah, unfortunately not cuz he made 51 saves in this. So, but you know what, like while we while we while we're talking about that. Let's let's see where that game got put actually while we're talking about it. Honestly, like I
0: think it'll still be up there. Like maybe I don't know. I'm going to guess 13th overall in those uh in those standings.
1: 13th overall. Oh wait, no, top
0: no no. No no sorry. Oh no. You said forty one. Forty one or fifty one? Fifty one saves. Oh you mean fifty one. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna say yeah.
1: well, fifty five shots again. I'll, I'll
0: say eleventh. I'll say eleventh.
1: So eleventh? Okay. I'm going top five. Okay. And it's just loading here. Uh oh no, I apparently clicked the wrong thing. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right. Carter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 51 saves by John Gibson on 55 shots in a 4-3 loss in overtime to the Florida Panthers put him in fourth spot. Oh, damn. So John Gibson has four of the top five Anaheim Ducks records for most saves in a game. Wow. <laughs> four out of five of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's nuts, man. And only, L- Lucas had top three, so he was close.
1: Yeah. And only one of those four is not within the last calendar year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still being that, uh, four, three shootout win over the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, new year's day of 2017,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where he also made 51 saves, but on 54 shots. Oh, okay. So his, uh, safe percentage, just that slight bit better, which gives mm-hmm. it that third spot there. So, yeah. um, yeah, only, uh, there's three other goalies who have, uh, Put up 51 saves as well in a game that are, you know, fifth, sixth, and seventh position. Um, seventh position, I honestly don't remember this guy at all. Nor do I overly want to take a shot at his last name. Uh, Mikhail Stalenkov? Um Stalinkoff, I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Uh, was a 5-2 win for the Anaheim Ducks uh, over the Ottawa Senators in uh, 1998. Put up 51 saves on 53 shots. Next, you got Jonas Hiller, uh, a 3-2 shootout win over the Edmonton Oilers. 51 saves on 53 shots in 2008. And then J.S. Chiguer, uh 2004, a 8-6 win over the Detroit Red Wings. So,
0: yeah. Uh, w- sorry, would you say that guy's name was Mikhail Stal- Stalinkov?
1: Yeah, S H T A L, E N K O V.
0: Oh,
1: uh... wow! He is hard to find. I mean, and he's t- hard to and- spell, but
0: it's hard to find too. <laughs>
1: yeah, and-, and to be fair. That game specifically that he played in and set that record that I got him seventh uh, seventh on the list. Uh, I was one year one year old, okay, one years yeah. old when that game happened. So uh, before, before we got anybody screaming at their car radio or whatever, going like, "You don't know who, who Mikhail is?" Yeah, no, yeah, I don't, um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry,
0: I, I wouldn't totally blame you for it. Like he's played 190 games uh, in the NHL between awesome. 1993 and 2000, so the first five years were with the Ducks when the Ducks were just starting out. Played in Edmonton for a year. And then, at at this time, um, it went where all players went to die, which was Phoenix, Arizona, and then Florida as well. So, like, essentially irrelevant after he left. Well, I guess after he left Edmonton. but um, Ouch yeah <laughs> so it's so you didn't have a long career and you didn't play a ton uh, and it was also like not before our time, but before our memory anyways.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I only got one more note if there's anything that you had. I, I don't know. no. no? no. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about here was just the the goal that was called back for the Florida Panthers. Oh yeah. I was honestly ready for the situation room to be like, yeah, that's a good goal. Just, Just because you never know. <laughs> you never know. Exactly. Like, I was watching it, and I'm like, this should, like, that's the thing. When you go, this should be goaltender interference. That's when you should be worried. Yeah, exactly. When you're not sure, then everything is fine. When it's mm-hmm. blatant one way or the other, though, that's when you should be worried. Yeah, you're like, Which oh, is this is is the opposite of what yeah. it should be. Yeah, right? I know, yeah. So, but I was kind of laughing because uh, this game was on uh, Sportsnet. Uh, but we were, you know, whenever games are on Sportsnet, we get the the home feed, right? Mm-hmm. So we were getting uh, the Florida Panthers' uh, Bally feed. And I had to kind of laugh a little bit because the Florida broadcasters are talking about, you know, how Gibson was way out of his net with no chance of getting back kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like just in regards to like oh you know like the the goaltender interference like call giving back there's like well like, you know he was so out like so far out of the way though and it's like yeah but that's not how the rule fucking works okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was somebody else i was talking about that on twitter as well that like was talking about like oh yeah like he had no chance though to make that save and it's like yeah but that's not how the rule works here so mm-hmm. why is that being brought up i agree he had no chance however though there has to be a chance given, right? And in that case, yeah. there obviously wasn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of hard to make a save in front of the net when you get pushed behind it.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, except for just tipping the net over, but that's a penalty. So
1: <laughs> yeah. Geez, Henrik Lundqvist from however many years ago. <laughs> yeah, whenever that was.
0: <laughs> we got uh Reneal jumping into the chat saying, Hey, welcome, Reneal. Good to see you again. What's up, buddy? Um, um. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the, it odd, was an obvious one. I'm glad it was just like, oh, yeah, nope, we're just calling it back. Like it was, yeah, t- it was like a five second
1: review. So, yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, I was kind of surprised that it wasn't just automatically overturned.
0: Yeah, by the official. on I, mean, I said it
1: had to go to the review, but at the same time, it was nice that it was just quick done with. All right, let's keep playing, kind of thing. And Eric Mm. Stahl got a goal later anyway to make up for it. So,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I think to some extent now, the a lot like when it's plays like that, the officials will just leave it and they'll just call it a goal because they can always go back and overturn it. So, even if they're, like, on the ice, they're like, there's no way this counts. They still, like, call it a goal because they know that the coach, if it's that obvious, is going to call it back. Which so is why now, they just had to go and look, and they're like,
1: ah, yeah, I was right. No goal. But at the same time, then, what if... And, I mean, this would be bad on both sides. Don't get me wrong. What if you had a video coach because like, those are the guys that are usually looking at these, right? It's not the head coach necessarily. Like they're they're talking with the video coach and the video coach is saying like probably should challenge this, but in the end, it's up to the head coach to, to do it. What um, if you have like a video coach or the head coach decide, you know what, I'm not sure actually just because of how, you know, you never know with the situation room it is. I'm going to leave that actually.
0: I mean, yeah, then it's bad. I, I think more yeah. so on the coaching staff uh, i think the only way like the ducks probably wouldn't challenge this
1: is if they like say um i mean like we have seen goals against this year not challenged that maybe should have been yeah
0: but those are generally in like games where it's not going to matter or it's like so incredibly close that they don't want to risk giving up the power play if they're wrong Like, the game is close, but also the call is close. Um, It's like, okay, yes, you probably should, but you just gave up a power play goal. Do you really want to give them another power play? Like, it it seems to be more that scenario. Um, I I think the only one that would really apply to the Ducks is if it was, like, 8-1 with, like, you know, three minutes to go, and they were just like, fuck it. Okay, so let's just drop the puck. Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. But you're right, it is is still a risk. But um, they are trying to, I think... Err on the side of let's have more goals happen. So that's why they default to the goal. I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Just from a from a refing standpoint, and again, like we don't know that that's necessarily what's going on. No, I mean, just yeah. from a ref standpoint, you should just be calling what you think is going on. So if if the ref didn't, you know, see that Gibson got pushed, I I'm also one questioning where where are your eyes going then. Yeah, bud, um, but to like just how are you, how are you looking at that situation if you are looking at it and not just mm. immediately blowing that off i guess
0: yeah i, I mean i but, guess technically you could say no goal and then florida could challenge and say no i don't think there was goalie interference
1: um, that i'm not i don't think it works that way i thought um i think it would be no I, goal I feel in like this I've situation that, where but maybe we have to- all to say no that actually was
0: oh yeah maybe you can't challenge because like I've definitely seen reviews after a goalie interference and they blew it off I, I, I don't know I would have to look into that but I feel yeah I don't think that's a goalie seen interference it, so.
1: but for just like goals in general but. yeah yeah yeah. so uh, yeah I don't know but,
0: but anyways yeah I think yeah it they made the right call which is what matters in the end yeah So exactly yeah Okay, uh, yeah, let's move on to the Tuesday game, the second half of the back-to-back here. The-
1: if you thought it was bad, guess what? It gets worse.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, 6-1 loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning over on Tuesday night there on the other place that's in Florida, Tampa Bay. I mean, yeah. not the only other place, but you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. I, I guess... Uh, just uh, we'll go back to our predictions for this one. You had said five three. I'd said four two. So six one isn't That's really. Not, it's not we really close nice. to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were, but like, I'm not surprised. Like, I'm not like, oh my god, what happened? How did we lose six one to the Tampa Bay Lightning, three time consecutive Stanley Cup finalists? Like, yeah, I, no, I'm zero percent surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, you look at that and you just go, yeah, okay. <laughs> Lucas, huh? But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like, this is what you would call a SL. A scheduled loss.
0: Tampa right? Bay at home on the second half of a back-to-back.
1: Where Tampa yeah. Bay is rested as well. Yeah. yeah. So. If the Ducks
0: won this one, I would never watch a Ducks game again because nothing would ever top that, I don't think. Like, it would just yeah. be, like, just such a shocking and mind-blowing win. But. Obviously, that didn't happen. So,
1: Yeah. Now, I wonder if Arizona potentially did just a small number on the Tampa Bay Lightning. If you'll remember back to last week, (laughs) Tampa Bay and Arizona went to a shootout where Arizona won 1-0. Connor Ingram picking up his first-ever shutout against the team that drafted him as well, uh, I might (laughs) add. That's right, yeah. And uh, Tampa had Brian Elliott in net, right because who also it, got a shutout technically yeah who also did but at the same time like I was genuinely surprised to see Vasilevsky in net for Tampa yeah, yeah like, I get too. it. it's a home game and everything like that but I'm like you guys it's the 32nd team in the league <laughs> you're throwing Vas Vasilevsky up there yeah all right Sure. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it, it. was definitely. I a mean, choice. he almost, he almost too, but, up one, but yeah, yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I, I guess also at the end of the game, they said that, um, the Lightning set a new franchise record for the most consecutive
1: points home games,
0: or most with, or, with at least
1: a point. Yeah, yeah.
0: Point home home game point streak essentially at yeah. fifteen. So, like. I, I guess in that sense, maybe you're like, oh, if we play Vasilevsky, then we basically guarantee ourselves that franchise record. I don't know if the coaching staff really pays attention to that or cares, but like, I this feel is like, probably like the one yeah. time where it's like, okay, we can kind of guarantee ourselves this. Or at yeah. least, you know, let's try a little bit harder. Not, not that you're not going to try hard and not that it's probably not going to be a win regardless, but you, you just give yourself that extra little boost to set that Franchise record and just give your team a little bit more momentum going into the playoffs, which is scary for the East Eastern Conference. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Specifically, it's scary for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, (laughs) put it that way. Yeah. Um, Which, kind of going back to the conversation that we had about the standings, that those are two teams that have known for a while that they're going to be playing against each other. Yeah. And so, look for both of those teams to make moves specifically for that first round. I think, I think. we I mean, Toronto's are. I think, I think we've, we've already, already seen, seen Toronto it with, with Toronto and Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. So, which yeah, also, I, I, that's a hell of a trade. Jesus yeah, Christ. I, some I news that we have. Quick,
0: yeah, some news that we have early. Uh, sorry, later in the podcast, I think will also kind of relate to this as well. But for the Tampa Bay side, I'll, yeah, I have, uh, I have some theories. But
1: so, um, we did get to see Dostal in this game. mm Hmm. Yeah, and he which was is also something that we predicted. Yeah, he was, he was great, completely. so. um Yeah, I said, like, I, I have it in, like, my notes that, like, he did good, but also kind of, eh, like, he, he was all right. He was all right. But yeah. also, when you consider the team that's, it's, a couple of them, I'd say, were on him. I don't remember which ones specifically, but, like, there's a couple around like, yeah, yeah, that one you yeah, yeah. should have had, even, you know, as a young goaltender in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um but there was also like a few that I was just like yeah dude you had no chance on that and that's on mm-hmm. the team in front of you kind of thing. Yeah. Um and yeah the numbers some of the numbers there definitely helped uh, help that as well. Um an 864 save percentage. Uh Natural Statrix said that he had 10 high danger shots against and allowed 3 of those to be goals. Um, I find that hard
0: to believe. I th- I think that whoever was counting the stats for that game Is like kind of immune to the power of the Tampa Bay Lightning because there's no way only ten of those are high danger chances. Like,
1: let me take a look at the shot map again.
0: Like, if the Arizona Coyotes played the exact same game that the Lightning did, I feel like it would be thirty high danger chances. That's what I think, but that's just me.
1: Uh, I feel like some of that could have maybe been like medium like from the low yeah. specifically Uh yeah. but yeah speaking of which uh 19 low danger shots against and two of those were goals is what okay. natural stat trick uh, you, <laughs>
0: that says, so. you, you know maybe I'm the one that's biased and I'm like every shot that the lightning take <laughs> has a chance of going in so every shot is a high danger shot I mean maybe to that's be fair
1: <laughs> almost every shift that the lightning take throughout a game or I guess sorry throughout this game specifically mm-hmm looked like a power play. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, in part because of, you know, Tampa and just who they have, who can score, who can pass, mm. like who are the double threats as well. Yeah. But also the fact that our defense, like you could tell that this team was tired and also just th- they have nothing to go off of because mm. they were literally just standing around as if they were playing zone Penalty kill the entire game, it looked like. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a little bit too much family day fun at the beach after the Florida game. Like, got a little, a little bit of heat, not not heat stroke, heat exhaustion, had a couple too many Bud Lights or something. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. And then, yeah, you know, they just carried over into this Tampa game. Like, I I literally don't know. Or maybe they were just like, you know what? Let's just, let's just not try because. Like, why waste our energy
1: when? Yeah, the this the entire is the team we're up against. The entire team went. You know, Troy got to come down here for the All Star game. Like, let, let, let's experience it a little bit more, right? We only get to get here once a year, and so we saw the All Star edition of Hangovers just translate into the game versus Tampa. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, how old yeah, is Dostal
1: again? He is twenty one, mm-hmm. is he not?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think he's twenty-one exactly.
1: Uh, Twenty-two. Okay, so he's old okay. to Because I was gonna say if he if he was twenty, I was gonna be like, and that's the reason why he was actually you know decent is because he couldn't go and drink legally.
0: <laughs> I mean, is that gonna stop him? Probably not. <laughs> not Oh, well,
1: maybe at bars, depending.
0: No, well, I don't know. If I was a bar owner, not. <laughs> If I was a bar owner in Florida and the Anaheim Ducks walked into my bar, I I like the. My first thought wouldn't be like, okay, I need to see all of your IDs. I would be like, here is – like, here, what do you need? Like, I'll I'll get you nachos. I'll get you beers. I'll get you – like, what do you want?
1: And that would be a very lucky bar to go to as an Anaheim Duck because I feel like any other place – you might get a guy who's like, oh, yeah, like I, I I, know the Ducks, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I feel, they're, I feel like like the wearing, they're like wearing sport-
0: their team merch and they're like, oh, cool hat. <laughs> that's it. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and that, that's not supposed to be a slight at Florida, but you do have, you know, yeah. like the football down there and, and basketball, especially, right? Like, that's the more prominent things I would say. So. Yeah.
0: Well, at the same time, too, like, even if you take something like Toronto, like, what are the odds of a team like, say, I don't know, Anaheim or LA or San Jose? Like going to Toronto, walking into a bar, and just like being recognized as the team by the the Leafs bar owner, or like sorry, the Toronto bar owner. Like, it it could happen, but like more it's than not, likely, yeah. But like, what it, the bar owner could just not give a shit about the California teams and just like not know who the players are. Like maybe when we had Getzy, because you know he's pretty famous and it's hard to miss his cue ball look. But um, <laughs> but now like I. I don't know. I I probably wouldn't recognize them unless they were literally. Well, I would. I would recognize them, but like yeah. unless they were all wearing jerseys, and or, or like unless they went to like a sports bar or something, they odds are they're probably not getting recognized by just like the random bar staff or bar.
1: I owner. feel. I feel like if you're in it enough that it, like you're looking a bit more around the league, not just your team kind of thing. Yeah, you would definitely recognize guys here or there.
0: Kind of yeah, so. yeah, no, for sure. But it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, my point was just it could happen. Like you could go to a bar and not be recognized anywhere. I don't even know how we got here, and it's like not even important. I don't. <laughs>
1: uh, hangovers, talking, and that's oh, why yeah, 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 everybody's right, yeah. running around in, in Tampa.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was like, how did we get to this hypothetical <laughs> scenario of like, you know, the ducks going to a bar in Florida and being recognized, and like the same thing might happen in Toronto. Like, but yeah, yeah I don't know. My point was it could happen anywhere where you could be recognized or not, but.
1: Yeah, Yeah, just some places are more likely than others. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else did I have here? Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Five times shorthanded. Speaking of penalty kills.
0: Not what you want to (laughs) do.
1: Especially against Tampa Bay, you guys. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Um. Also, something you don't want. To happen is uh one of the former faces of your franchise scoring on you, Mr. Corey Perry.
0: Yeah, it's gonna I just, happen. No. I just
1: hurt to watch, honestly. A little bit. Yeah. It's like, all right, there's the past, putting it past the future. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's <laughs> puck drop, please. Puck drop, please.
0: Yeah. Not to mention Carrick got his face pounded in by former oh Pat Maroon too. So Yeah,
1: that too. <laughs> okay, so the the one note I have here I just is that Carrick was so far out of his league fighting Patrick Murrow. Yeah, and and he brought it on himself too.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of missed what happened, so I don't really know how it started, but um...
1: it was before the draw. The two were kind of going at each other. Rune gave him a little bit of a shot, but Carrick's the one who gave him a shot with the stick and oh, okay. was the first to drop his gloves.
0: Okay, so that's why so I'm was... putting
1: it a bit more on Carrick. Yeah, so he was it, like it provoked by God.
0: Maroon, but like he could have just taken it. And I mean, it was six. Was it six nothing at this point, or had we got the goal yet? I don't remember. Uh, it was I think it might have been six it, one.
1: It was yeah, it was five nothing or six nothing at that. Point. Okay,
0: so. okay, yeah,
1: yeah. So it, it was I mean, well before our goal, but
0: yeah, I mean, I was there was like, frustration there too, probably, but it's... yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I mean, props to him for, I'm for trying. So I guess, I'm going to go
1: yeah. up against one of the biggest guys who has taken on Zdeno Chara on multiple occasions. That's what I'm going to do to vent my frustration. What the fuck are you doing, Carrick?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Some guys like it's uh they, they get into that mindset of like this team, th- like the team tonight sucks. Like I suck tonight. Somebody just like pound my face in because that's what I deserve. <laughs> it's like, um, I don't know. That's the I, I, only I
1: justification is, that I will allow for yeah. whatever the fuck that was. So,
0: I mean, to be fair. Sam Carrick went up to Pat Moon and said, punish me, daddy. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and and then he, that's all that that took. That's what happened. That's my headcanon anyways.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not even going further with the conversation after that, actually. Uh, what, what's the next? I, I don't, I don't think you can. And <laughs>
0: know. we still have jobs after that. So.
1: Oh, Jesus. Guys, um, yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you, you stunned me with
0: that. You're welcome, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think with all that said, now's a good time to take a couple minute break, let Nate yeah, recover his thoughts, stay. start fresh. And, uh, yeah, just reset a little bit, and, yeah, we will uh, throw it over to our friends DraftKings and promo code THPN there, and also at Raycon, promo code THPN for 15% off, and see you guys in just a couple minutes.
1: and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. So, what are you waiting for? Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Again, that's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply, void in Ohio. See show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes. Which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. You've probably found that the smallest changes to your routine can actually make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day. Just like Raycon earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon started half the price of other premium audio brands. That means you don't have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash thpn.
0: All righty. Um, You had uh, some just overall thoughts about... These couple games here. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll kind of start there if you want.
1: Yeah, I guess it wasn't necessarily about these games in particular, more just something I've been kind of thinking about a little bit. Okay. Because especially with the trade deadline coming up, you know, one guy that we've been talking with obviously this season, considering this is, you know, he, he joined the team this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy we've been talking, been talking about a lot is John Klingberg. And one thing that we've been talking a lot about, John Klingberg, is, you know, for a defenseman, he doesn't overly play a bunch of defense. He's an offensive yeah. defenseman. I'll mm-hmm. give him that. But that defense title is literally just a title, I feel like.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, those, uh those like, cards that Fresh posts on Twitter that say, yeah. like, oh, this is, like, their offensive, like, percentile and their defensive and then, like, yeah. combined. Like, for the last... At least few years that I've seen and it's probably been most of his career, the offense is like, oh, like high nineties, and then the defense is it's like a three, zero.
1: Or yeah. zero. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> exactly. just like
0: abysmally low. So it's it's kind of nuts, but yeah.
1: Um so on that line of thinking, I had an idea because going into this season, remember, he was trying to get uh heavily paid and mm. by the sounds of it uh Dallas had offered him a seven by eight contract but he had mm. held out thinking that he could get more obviously yeah. that didn't happen he got the seven but for one year and yeah. in Anaheim yeah so and with how he's been playing this year and again considering it's on Anaheim he still has not looked good by any means. Mm-hmm. He's not helping his case at all. Yeah. And it's primarily on that defensive side, I feel like. Because oh, the offense yeah. is still happening every now and then. Right? Yeah. When given like when he when there's a good opportunity to not fire into somebody's shins, stuff is happening, to say and, the least.
0: Yeah. And and given how you know, much of a desert it's been offensively in Anaheim. Like, yeah. he's actually putting up, like, decent numbers. Like,
1: if he's he got, was... Yeah, he's got 22 points on the year, seven goals.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, you scale that up to, you know, be... Like, like you scale Zegris and Terry up to what, say, um, like, the the guys in Colorado are doing, like, McCarr and uh, McKinnon, and I'm assuming that that's their top two scorers. Like, you scale those numbers up and then, like, adjust Klingberg... R- relatively, like y- you could probably easily like double his points. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would imagine. So, you know, honestly, it's, it's pretty decent for a, uh, for, for, for Klingberg on this black hole offense of a team. Yeah. Or black hole team. Black hole offense is what I'm trying to say. That didn't yeah. make sense,
1: but yeah. <laughs> so, with that in mind, though, especially heading into this trade deadline, because, You know, the original idea, it felt like to a lot of us, and I think to the team as well, was, okay, pick up Klingberg, do all right, fetch us a first, maybe a second round pick. Yeah. Not looking like one of those two options, potentially. No, no, definitely not. Um, Like, I honestly feel like we might be, like, we would be, like, extremely lucky to get a second, I feel like, at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know that's something we've talked about before. But with that in mind as well, it's that idea of nobody, except for Anaheim last year, seemed to go for him. Yeah. So he, he might be hard-pressed, especially how this season's going, to find work next season. hmm What if somebody, whether it's Anaheim, if they decide to keep him, you know, after this summer, say he doesn't get traded and then I to keep him around. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if a team does trade for him and is able to do an extension or even who, if, you know, he goes back to the free agent market and he gets picked up just an idea. What if whatever team he's on pulls a reverse Brent Burns, take him off D okay. because he is a complete liability there as a defenseman, which is horrible mm-hmm. and try him on the wing.
0: Because he it's has an the
1: offensive—that's it, for sure. He has the offensive prowess, for sure. He can't do it defensively, though. Yeah, he just he can't. Especially mm-hmm. at least anymore. It doesn't look like the guy looks more lost than the entire cast of Lost in that series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: or like the, the people that watched that series.
1: <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> Just, I don't know. Just it, I'm just trying to think of like an idea to honestly salvage his career at this point and make him worthwhile for teams. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's definitely not impossible. I think it would just personally, like, if I was, if I could like make a wish and just like make it happen, I would because I think it would probably pay off in a super beneficial way. Um, But because I don't have a lamp and I don't know the genie from Aladdin, then I can't just make that happen.
1: The Will Smith or the Robin Williams version? Oh, the Robin Williams, of course.
0: Not a knock against Will Smith, but come on. Yeah. It's Robin Williams. Like, come on.
1: Robin Williams as the genie doing his Jack Nicholson impression. Sure, yeah. It's one of my favorite things going back to that movie now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so like...
0: Uh, I, I personally like this idea, but realistically, I think there's a few just flaws with it and a, why it wouldn't yep. be executed. And the number one reason, I think, is that there is enough forwards in the NHL that oh. <laughs> are overpaid and don't play enough defense as it is. We don't need to take another overpaid player and try and make him play defense as a forward because like, realistically, you still have to play defense as a forward. And John Klingberg, with his point production over his career, yes, he's a defenseman, but I don't think he's going to become a forwards and all of a sudden double his point totals. Um, I don't think... I still don't think he'll be able to outscore his defensive liability, even as, like, a winger.
1: Maybe not him specifically putting the puck in the net, but just giving him... The more more freedom, I guess, to just focus on the offensive side and because we know the guy can pass.
0: Yeah, uh, So I'm kind of hearing like, if he's a wing, like, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to be if like, he's, if he's sound a winner, like I'm he's putting a, words I mean, in your mouth, but like, if wh- what I'm kind of hearing is like, you're saying if he becomes a forward, you can kind of look past how badly his defense is, or like yeah. give him a pass for how bad his defense is. Exactly. Because it's like, oh, he's a winger. Like, that's not it, that's not his job. Like, we can blame the defenseman.
1: Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I
0: didn't want to be, like, putting words in your mouth, but that's that's kind yeah, of what no, I was that, that, hearing. That, so. is pretty,
1: that is pretty much the idea, right? So because you look okay. at him and you go, oh, he's a defenseman. Let's look take a look at his defensive number. What the fuck? Yeah. Right? Like, whereas, you know, you take a look at a guy like J.C. Miller in Vancouver. You know, yeah, he sucks defensively, and that's definitely a you know a hindering point. Mm-hmm. But the guy puts up points.
0: Yeah, the so thing too, that kinda, which that kind of helps. Yeah, th- this kind of leads into my second point as well. Um, J.T. Miller is a top six forward. You move John Klingberg to be a forward, at least not for not like right away. I don't see him being a top six forward. I uh, see him like probably six. being a. Th- yeah, like middle six, like third line. In the case of injuries, he can jump up to the, yeah, uh, the second line. But really, he's more of that power play specialist still. But he plays mostly on the third line and just it's, grinds grinds out shifts, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's a drastic change for sure. But we've seen guys, you know, have to adapt their games to fill different roles, especially going like later into their careers and like. It's not that like John Klingberg is like super old. I think he's what 31, 32, maybe. He's 30. Or, I looked 30. I,
0: I looked it up in the break. Yeah, he's 30. Yeah,
1: I don't okay, know when he, he yeah, I don't years, know when he but, turns
0: 31, but uh I guess August 14th. So in the Yeah, off-season. so he'll
1: turn 31 in the off season. So like he's like there's something he has to do something especially to hmm. make himself seem worthwhile. Because yeah. what he was known for, it's not happening. Yeah. right so like I said like that's a drastic change compared to what Mm. some guys have had to do oh for sure yeah but I just to eliminate that like you said to eliminate the or lessen the liability on him defensively yeah just it's just an idea I had yeah for sure
0: yeah I think um especially uh, if you're a Ducks was, uh... team,
1: I was gonna say, especially if you're a Ducks team next year like if they if they were to keep him around right that's looking to fill your offense a little bit mm-hmm. and you say to Klingberg as well he's probably not going to like the money value but you could go like hey we'll give you two years at 4 because yeah. this is what we want to try for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: like we have this like we have this plan for you here and we want to see if it works and try to work with you as well to make your career longer because if if it's getting to the point that Anaheim's you know that he's returning to Anaheim nobody else is talking to him still yeah exactly yeah it's either you can go with this idea and make less money than you're probably hoping for Mm -hmm. but this might extend your career yeah or you can try to go play in Europe
0: Mm -hmm. yeah which I guess P is European Swedish yeah I, I, believe.
1: I believe so. Yeah, Gothenburg. Yeah,
0: uh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's he's you know you know not that American-born players don't go play in Europe, but they're they're a little bit less willing to go and do that. Whereas European-born players are like, well, my NHL career is over. I'll just go light up the European leagues. Like, yeah, exactly. That's it's, they're like that's where I want to be anyways. That's where I spend my off season. So like, <laughs> see you all later. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I mean. This year, if he gets traded, and, and it's always kind of been the case that An- Anaheim's going to retain fifty percent of the salary because they can do it, they can get higher value, like a higher. Yeah, return and it's just for this for season that. anyway. Yeah, exactly. The issue is, I I don't see any team saying, okay, we're willing to give up assets for John Klingberg at three and a half million. And try him as a forward. Like that's too risky. Oh no, no, no.
1: I'm not saying that like if like a team were to trade for him, that they start that right away. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like going into next season. Yeah. So that's it's either like you know, Anaheim doesn't trade him and they're still kind of looking to keep him around. Yeah. Um, he gets traded and signs like an extension with that team, or he goes back to the free agent market. Okay
0: yeah this yes. was more like a gotcha. next season okay. gotcha. At this okay. point
1: of the season yeah no you're not changing that up it's, okay it's yeah, yeah it makes good,
0: sense I yeah because I, I was also gonna say like sorry I about don't the think that, for that. <laughs> no the, no that's good um like like I knew you were talking next season as well but I thought you meant like literally game 58 play him as a forward let's see what happens kind of thing or like trade him if he's, as if he's a, still a forward.
1: Yeah. on the ducks go for it what yeah. do you have to lose honestly
0: yeah I, I mean realistically yeah what do you have to lose? But uh but also he's or our defensive depth this season isn't great enough to just take out another defenseman. Like we're already hurting pretty bad on defense with Drysdale out for the rest presumably out for the rest of the season. Um Vakaninen, I, I think he's still out. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. And potentially out for the rest of the season because obviously Something's been bugging him all year, and it's probably best at this point to just leave him out. And Fowler, there's been rumors of him being gone. Uh, Shattenkirk is, you know, Kevin Shattenkirk. And then Beaulieu, White, and Benoit. <laughs> like, I- I'm sorry, I don't trust a defense of Fowler, Shattenkirk, Kulikov. Oh, I forgot about him. Beaulieu, White, and Benoit. Like, that is literally a top defenseman and, and then Kulikov three, six, seven defensemen. Who, sorry?
1: Look off. yeah he's it's, done at he's the end like, of the season or could be traded hey,
0: yeah. at the deadline as well so like yeah. you, you you take klingberg out now we have a number one defenseman in cam fowler and then three six to seven three D three playing positions two to six
1: for this season though <laughs> i think that's fine yeah right? yeah it's, but, but it's players it's what, and, it's what, but, play, but nobody been,
0: tanks so why would you do that
1: because it's what we've been talking about. Players and t- coaches don't tank GMs.
0: And players and coaches make the decision about who plays where in the lineup. Yeah. Which is why I don't think it's happening this season. Next season, yes, absolutely. But for this season, we're at least seeing John Klingberg as a defenseman. Um but as you said, you were talking oh, more yeah. for next season anyway, so my points kind of move. Yeah. No, no, um, no, yeah. no, that's what I was Like thinking, it would be so. a
1: this season thing if he stays if, like, if he's not traded by the deadline.
0: Yeah. And and I think, honestly, Anaheim, Columbus, depending on how barren it gets in Chicago at this how deadline in season, <laughs> Well, they still have Domi and Kane on their roster. So, like,
1: <laughs> it can get a lot more barren. Um, I honest, like, honestly, and Taves, just, too. Okay, well, we know Taves isn't going anywhere now. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And honestly... This is just purely my opinion. I don't think Kane goes anywhere.
0: Yeah, I think I don't think so either. I don't think any teams can make it happen unless we see just a, a wild blockbuster trade with multiple teams retaining salary and
1: yeah. Yeah. Like I don't see in any team doing be that in. One
0: oh, 100 percent Yeah. So Yeah, I'd be shocked if we weren't. So but,
1: but I don't know. has yeah, been serviceable to a lot of different teams. Yeah. That, like he's a guy that I could see going. Yeah, exactly. Especially yeah. being a UFA. So,
0: yeah. And so, if, if that happens, then I think Anaheim, Columbus, and Chicago are the only three teams that would be willing to sign John Kligberg as a forward. Like going to him in the offseason and saying, this is what we will want to give you two years by $4 million. Like you said, we'll just take that. Yeah. But you're playing as a forward. Is that okay with you? Like, I think any other team is not going to be willing to do that or they'll already have their top six, maybe even top nine figured out. So it would be, okay, Klingberg, we can give you one year, one million dollars to play fourth line right wing just to see what happens. Like, and, and he's going to yeah. say no to that, I think, unless it's like literally September, whatever, whenever training camp starts, we'll say September 1st then maybe he would sign that if like, that's the only offer he got. But the other three teams, Anaheim, Columbus, Chicago, might be willing to pay more with a little bit more term to test that
1: out.
0: Yeah, not fair enough. Yeah. So, But I I, I do agree with you as well. So I I think Anaheim, if they tried that, I would be not mad. And if it pays off, Verbeek looks like a bloody genius.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, I see we got some other people joining into the chat here. Uh, Lauren saying, hi, Nathan Carter, with a quack, quack. And uh, Hello, Ronnie Lauren. with a quack, quack, I'm back. Dr. I'm Seuss back, here. back, back. <laughs> back, yeah. I yeah. My brain read that, but my mouth didn't say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> quack, quack, back at you, Lauren. And uh, Ronnie reminding everyone to hit that like button.
1: Yeah. As well. And subscribe okay. to the channel if you haven't yet.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. It, for other news here, not that that's news. It's more speculation. But for some yeah, news. It was more just uh, tonight. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, if anyone uh, listening to this live or afterwards has any thoughts on that as well, then feel free to write it in the comments, DM us, whatever uh, whatever floats your boat. Send us a letter. I mean, I guess we don't have anywhere to send a letter to, but emails. QuackReportPod.THPN at gmail.com. Yeah, An- anything yeah. like that.
1: I mean, you, you can just rent one of those
0: planes to like write it in the sky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you can just DM me on Twitter as well and be like, the fuck are you? Like, what are you, what are you high on? Yeah. What, what are you on about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Who, who's your dealer? And where can I get some of that to come up with like yeah, What shit do you want? Like forward.
1: why are you not sharing? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, speaking of John Klingberg, uh, as part of our Sharpies injury update here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Sharpies are dangerous. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, John Klingberg is out day to day with a lower body injury, uh, which substantially hurts his uh potential for getting traded, unless it's, you know, really just day to day and like, oh yeah, he'll be back in a couple games or next week or very, yeah. very shortly after the deadline. But um yeah. It's uh, it's interesting to see what happens there. So and then Adam Henrique also out with a lower body injury. Um I mean rumors about him being traded as well, so that Hmm. also kind of hurts that. But uh, he for sure has been confirmed to not play Thursday against Washington per Lisa Dillman, Uh, so uh, to be seen if he will play against, uh, was it Carolina on Saturday?
1: Yeah, Carolina Carolina on Saturday.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, and that's where we're at with uh, recent injuries. And then a little bit more discussion here um, on 32 Thoughts, the blog. Uh, Elliot Friedman had a blurb about the Ducks, and um, he he mentioned John Klingberg as the obvious UFA target, which not shocking, not super profound. But he also threw in some other names, um, including the goalies like Stellars, again, kind of obvious. John Gibson, a little bit less obvious, but um, it, it was also more of in a speculative way of you know teams could be interested Gibson. He wouldn't be mad about going somewhere that wins, and, yeah. Uh, which is
1: something that we talked about last week with, uh, yeah, with, with yeah, Friedman true. being on um, oh, one of the Duckstream podcasts. Uh, well, that's right. Which one was it? Uh, Light like the lamp. lamp? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, there's there's that possibility, but nothing really set in stone yet. Um, Adam Henrique, his name's been thrown around. Um, he said. In a quote here, issue is who can take him without asking the Ducks to retain because Anaheim will demand a premium for that. Um, not including this season, Adam Henrique still has one more year at a $5.825 million cap hit with a 10 team, no trade list. So a, a little bit trickier to move. And I mean, I don't think the Ducks will have an issue with retaining salary for next year, but he is right in that we'll have to ask a premium for that. Like,
1: yeah. That's going to be like multiple. That's going to be like at least a first and a second kind of thing.
0: Oh, for sure. For a year and a half of Adam Henrique at half of 5.825. What's that?
1: 2.7? No, I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) Whatever number and a half less than three. (laughs) As I pull out the calculator to actually give a proper number. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair.
0: I don't know it's what two points I think it's like around
1: 2.7 or 2.6 uh, 2.6 2.9 <sighs> went the wrong way oh well oh yeah
0: that makes sense 2.9 yeah. so it's not bad considering on most teams that would, tra- he would most teams that would trade for him he would probably be a middle six center at worst
1: yeah that'd be a tremendous value for whatever team gets him it's just what you're giving up in return.
0: Yeah. So I think a first round pick is a starter for that second round, potentially depending on what comes back the other way.
1: Yeah. So, and Anaheim's probably asking for a first round pick this season. And that's where teams as they should be are being a little bit more stingy on it because this Mm -hmm. is such a deep draft, right? Like even if you're not going to be drafting in the top five, you're going to be looking good. Like, um,
0: like all the middle teams are not wanting to give up a first round yeah. for a push you're really only giving up a first round this year if you're like
1: all like in this for the this is the year yeah exactly
0: yeah exactly that's that's the only teams that are really doing it otherwise it's I would give up a second or multiple seconds or a first next year like prospects literally anything else so um, so yeah those are kind of a, the less exciting names uh, the one I think is most interesting is Max Comtois, who is an RFA at the end of this season and uh, making just over two million dollars at twenty-four years old. Obviously, he's struggled a lot in Anaheim. Um, he's kind of dealt with injuries as well, but I think
1: the last, yeah, couple of seasons been really struggling. So, like ever yeah. since what was that two seasons ago, where you led the team in points?
0: Yeah, not last season, but. Yeah, Yeah. like
1: ever since that season, it's been tough for him. And like for last year, it sounded like you know he didn't come to camp in the greatest of shape. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, this year came back a lot better, but um, I do remember that there were comments from Dallas Eakins as well. And this is also keeping in mind that Dallas Eakins' contract is up after this season, and we're assuming, and a lot of people are hoping that this is, you know the end of it for Dallas Eakins. In Fingers end. crossed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, I know there, I do remember comments of, uh, from Dallas Eakins of like Max Comtois' work ethic kind of being problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it might just be, there, there, there are players that just need a change of scenery sometimes. That might be yep. it for Max Comtois as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate to see kind of, you know how it went, right? He was a middle second round pick, fiftieth overall in twenty seventeen. That like definitely looked promising. He was the captain for Team Canada at uh, what was that twenty eighteen World Juniors, twenty nineteen World Juniors? Um, um, five years ago, or I think is
0: that was yeah. So twenty eighteen,
1: yeah. So yeah, um, like definitely a promising player for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's just. Not working out as much here, so yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. But this is kind of the first time I've heard his name, like from, like an insider, like a media member, not just mm-hmm. you know random people on Twitter saying, oh, we should trade for Comtois or oh, we should trade Comtois away. Like this is the first time I've actually heard it as like a possibility from a legit source. So,
1: I think yeah, I'm just like here's a night, like here's a name for you, kind yeah. of thing. So, and
0: with with how the salary cap is this season, I think. Yes, Max Comtois has struggled, but for a team that's just looking to add a little bit of depth at very low risk, I think Max Comtois is a sweet buy. So, like, like a team like Tampa Bay, where like they always just add like that random, not like random, but like they just add a third liner or
1: like a, a yeah. the, the bottom and six that guy them kind of the, yeah
0: yeah. So like Tampa Bay could easily afford, well they could afford two million. They they could make two million work for Max Comtois. But, you know, you, you just throw in a little bit, something extra, like just probably like an additional conditional sixth round pick or something like that, yeah. that if Comtois plays like five games in the playoffs or something like that, 10 games, then Anaheim, like just to for for Anaheim to retain half, just something small like that, like you could easily get Anaheim to retain a mill of that so that it's essentially nothing. Against your cap, so I, I definitely yeah. see a team like Colorado or like Tampa Bay, um, making that kind of move. Toronto before they made the O'Reilly Achari deal, I don't think they need to do that now with Achari coming in. But like, um, I know there is still those some kind of are, teams.
1: Yeah, there is still some thoughts around Toronto that they could be looking for one more forward still.
0: Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised at that. You but never it's, know. It, it, they wouldn't be like the front runner to make a push for a guy. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I don't think like, so.
1: Yeah, but. um so, I'm trying yeah. to remember was it Compton wasn't like hurt just a few weeks ago, right? Not that I can recall. So that wouldn't mean that he he, he sat. He might have been out with an illness. I just don't recall his name there as like, as much as I can, because there was a break that he has here in his last five games, which um like Before the Florida game, the last one he had played was that game against Pittsburgh on the 10th. And in that time, the Ducks lost 7-2 to Vegas, 7-3 to Buffalo, 6-3 to LA. Huh. So.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I,
1: yeah, I don't I can't think he was injured, but I
0: don't think he was a healthy scratch either. Um, what's this from? February 15th, Max Comtois will draw back. This is from Daily Faceoff. Off. Comtois will draw back into the Ducks lineup Wednesday versus Buffalo. Uh, oh, yeah. Comtois was a healthy scratch for the Ducks previous yeah. game, but will draw back in. Yeah. So, yeah, just he was just a yeah, healthy so scratch I, on the Sunday. And then so he um, must have been, though,
1: for yeah. Buffalo, though, because they said he was going to draw in and he didn't play that game, nor oh, did okay. he play against so, yeah. the Kings. So, I, yeah, I'm fairly certain that he's been healthy scratch for the last three. Um, oh, he
0: didn't play the fifteenth against Buffalo, no. or sixteenth or whenever the Wednesday was. No, uh,
1: yeah, no, against Buffalo, oh, wow. he didn't. He didn't play that game either. Like it's huh. the tenth against Pittsburgh, and then the twentieth against Florida.
0: Oh wow! Okay, so, yeah. Explains why he hasn't done a whole lot in recent memory, I suppose. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, taking a look here at the NHL website. Yep, scratches backs come twelve for uh, hmm. that game against Buffalo. Yeah, so healthy scratch.
0: Interesting, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think he could be an interesting piece. You know, maybe even as part of, like, a package. Like, oh, here, take Klingberg and Comtois. Or, you know, Stellaris and Comtois. Or even Henrik and Comtois. Like, something like that. I don't know if any team would be looking just at him. But.
1: Yeah. Probably wouldn't be a just him. But I feel like if you. I don't know, because it. Like my like my feeling is you know you go for high end prospects and draft picks right but at the same time you do have to you have to try to ice something competitive next season Yeah If you do try to go for a, a bigger fish we'll say in terms of a player
0: you guys, The Ducks going for a bigger fish you mean Yeah
1: Yeah you like somebody something with a bit more term let's say mm-hmm. Yeah I don't know. It's it's kind of an odd mix, I guess. Like, why would somebody want to pick up Contois for something bigger like that? But the shark or the the sharks, um, the Ducks do have three second round picks this year. Their yeah. own Boston's and St. Louis, if I remember right. No, Colorado. Oh yeah, yeah. So and two in the third round as well in their own and Minnesota's. So they have some picks that they could play around with theoretically. That's not the first round, depending on what Pat Verbeek wants to do. Yeah. Um I would assume that you're stockpiling a couple draft picks kind of thing, but at the same time, you're like, yes, drafting and developing is fantastic. And it's like it's great to see. And we're we're seeing that on the ice right now, even with uh, like with Trevor Zegers and Troy Terry and that kind of thing, right? But
0: mm-hmm.
1: at the same time, you you do have to try to get some guys in here, yeah, uh, to play all la what Klingberg should have been, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. So, um, okay. What about something like this? Like a uh, just as an idea, I'm just kind of coming up with this off the top of my head. Would you, and I'm asking you more so because I know you're more able to look at things a little more objectively um, and without bias because you're a ref. Would you trade um, Max Comtois, a second round pick, and. For what
1: year? And which pick in particular? Because that does matter.
0: Yeah, just uh, one of the Boston or Colorado picks from this year. One of the second rounders, or well, actually no, I guess the draft doesn't snake for the second round, so it would be a so those it would be a later second round pick. But yeah, I don't know, one of them, um, plus Max Comtois, and I don't know, like a a depth forward or a depth defenseman, like. Bolew or Carrick or something or or Jones. Like one of those bottom six guys. Um, so those three pieces for Gavrikov out of Columbus. And if so or if not, who do you think says no to a deal like that? I know the ask for Gavrikov has been a first but come on, let's be realistic. No one's paying a first for Gavrikov. It's, it's going to be a second. But if you're throwing in a piece like Max Comtois who's, you know, Probably a lot more valuable than some of the other pieces you might get, plus an extra, you know, NHL forward slash AHL starter. I think um, I, I think that's relatively fair. I don't know. You might need another pick in there, but
1: I could consider it, except for the fact that Gavrikov is a UFA this summer.
0: So for you'd have not, to talk to him to be signed. Like yeah. you'd have to, he'd have to be willing to be to sign an extension. Yeah, yeah. That's let's assume that happens. Let's assume that he's willing to sign for uh for eight years at some sort of reasonable price. So I won't right, even say eight, eight years. Just some game. sort of reasonable extension.
1: He's played fifty-two games, ten points. He's a defenseman. defensive defenseman,
0: De- like absolutely
1: defensive defenseman,
0: which I guess is something you
1: need. Yeah, but yeah, it definitely does hinder. On does he want to resign? In is he is he trying to escape one dumpster fire to end up in another one for the next few years? Yeah, is kind of the issue there. I think. I see. I don't think
0: Gavrikov like has too much pull though, because he's like. Young in the NHL. So it's more just... 27. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's enough. Damn. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. He's in his fifth year. Jesus, Since 18... That's nuts, man. I had no idea. I guess he didn't play in 1819. Well, he played two games in the playoffs. But... Okay. So fourth full NHL season. Huh. Wow. Yeah. I really don't pay too much attention to the Eastern teams. But he's... uh <laughs> it's uh yeah. I, I don't know yeah i mean I, I think it's more so a case of columbus wanting to just get get assets
1: cuz also a, f- a first round pick for 2.8 million dollar guy right now yikes
0: yeah i don't know i i personally like Gavrikov, and this team is pretty soft and squishy and we we've been missing that since manson left and I, I see Gavrikov as maybe not quite to the same leadership extent, but um, but then again, I don't really know much about Gavrikov mm-hmm. off the ice, so uh, who's to say? But I don't know, he's that big physical defensive presence, and I think he could yeah. be useful for the Ducks down the road.
1: I like, like I, the- like, I think
0: you signed him for like five, mm-hmm. six years, kind of like you do with did with Strom. as like, yeah, he's going to be beneficial now, like keeping this team. Somewhat competitive, and then he, like, is actually, like, very, very useful when you hope to contend, so.
1: Okay, I got an answer for you. Okay. If I'm a playoff team, sure. Because we're not, though, let somebody else pay that price. If he's available in free agency, then you don't have to give Mm -hmm. up anything for him. That's fair. So.
0: Yeah. No. Fair enough. I guess. Yeah.
1: Because the asking price might be too high, that he doesn't go,
0: and then he walks in free agency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. That's a good point. Yeah. So because he's a UFA. Yes, he will be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Fair point. So. Okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That answers my question. Like I, like
1: I like the idea. Otherwise, like, like for a playoff contender, I don't mind that idea yeah but as like where the ducks stand right now specifically yeah no not it, just just yeah. wait around for free agency give them some yeah, money they are not giving up anything else so
0: fair enough yeah fair enough um, okay yeah I, I think uh, let's move on to upcoming games unless you had anything else you wanted to mention here
1: uh, no I don't think so yeah we kind of covered everything there Um Yeah, Henrique and Gibson are gonna be the interesting ones. Like, I don't think either guy is going to move. At the same time, though, especially with especially because of Dostal. Mm -hmm. Ducks fans should be ready to at least move Stellars. Oh. At least not have him on the team anymore. A goalie
0: should move at the deadline. One of them need one of them. Needs to go at the deadline. I don't care just who. It just case, has to be one of them.
1: Yeah, just in case, because you never know if like a team might go. Hey, we're not as confident in our goaltending. It, yeah, it's but we know John Gibson can do good things. Mm-hmm. Let's go for it, kind of thing, and we'll deal with next season plus after the fact. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, Like, they don't have... It's Man, this is going to sound like a Leafs podcast, but at the same time, you're down Matt Murray currently. Mm -hmm. Samsonov has been playing good, but do you want to rely purely on Samsonov if Murray's not coming back? Because I'm not sure how long he's out for.
0: You're essentially one tweaked... Growing away in Samsonov from, from wasting your uh, entire season.
1: Yeah, it, you're then it, down you're the to Maple Joseph Wall. I think is who they have up right now.
0: Yeah, which I mean, rookie like goaltenders a, was, can win the cup. We've seen that before. Yeah, but.
1: and he and he was like a Dostal, where he's been putting up incredible numbers in. Uh, yeah, well, I guess in Toronto, uh, but with the Marlies there. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, so it's it's not impossible, but if you're Dubas and you're trying to save your job and your career. I'm not putting all of my eggs in one
1: goaltender's basket. I feel like you can't anymore because they mm-hmm. did that already with Freddie Anderson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and they, and then they got lucky that Jack Campbell worked out, I think.
0: Oh yeah. Because exactly. he wasn't, a, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't a
1: starter at that point by no any means. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it, it, I, I think Stolarz or Gibson, one of them is going at the deadline. I just don't know who, because it it realistically could be either one, so it'll be yeah. interesting.
1: More than likely, it'll be Stellars because that's the guy that like. It's the Friedman easier guy to Makes sense, but just in case, because like by the sounds of what Freeman's saying, like there has been effort made and teams have been asking. Yeah. You never know.
0: Yeah, right? if the if the right deal comes up or the um, the I, issue I, there is I, be, I don't is want to like written. the right the right goalie goes down, I guess, like, if it's, like, a, you know, a, a starting goalie, and a, a, like, say, um, what's his, what's his name, um, Shisterkin in New York, you're, then I think you're trading for Gibson, because you're like, oh, holy shit, we just traded yeah. for Tarasenko in an effort to win the cup this year, and, and now, now we're s- down, and we're now our, our Vesna winning goaltender down. is gone, yeah. we need somebody, like, what do you want for Gibson? Name your price, and we'll pay it. Like, that's, like, if a guy like yeah. that goes down, then it happens, but otherwise, it probably, probably not. So,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, taking a look here from the 18th on Sports Nets. Uh, yeah, Matt Murray got put onto long term injury reserve. Yeah, he's not um, coming back this season, possibly not. And I know they were talking about on uh, the Steve Dangle podcast of like, not the, Like, there's any speculation of him, like, never returning, but almost the thing of, like, dude, you've been hurt so many times kind of thing. Like, do you want to just get placed on Robita Island and just, Mm -hmm. you know, make your money, like, we'll still give you your money kind of thing, but, like, just Mm -hmm. sit out. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Before we move on to upcoming games here, Ronnie uh, updating us a little bit. I don't know how to feel about this, but he says, "Oh, damn! Connor Bedard went off, which is nice on the Medicine Hat Tigers. Less nice tonight for six <laughs> points. <laughs> Oof."
1: As somebody hoping that the Ducks can get Bedard, I like seeing that because uh, Regina and Medicine Hat, I know for the WHL, were um, they're they're fighting for that last playoff spot there. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, From a hometown pride, Tigers fan side of it, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, But, but yeah, thanks for the update, Ronnie. Uh, Yeah, guessing uh, getting into upcoming games. We've got one coming up on Thursday against the Washington Capitals. Game three of four on this Eastern Conference conference road trip. Four p.m. Pacific time start. Have we played? No, we have not played Washington yet. This no, but season. we're going to but... play
1: them pretty quickly uh, again. So we will also
0: next week. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Which uh, we we did decide this next week. I don't know. Did we? <laughs> I don't. I, think we I don't did. remember. I think we did. I think we. Oh yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a Go watch ahead. along as well for uh, Wednesday the first. So. Yeah you'll get to watch the second game against Washington with us. So on the uh, THP and YouTube channel, um, this will be the, yeah. So this will be the first game though, that we're going to play against them within a week. Um, point leader right now is Alex Ovechkin, same with goals, but, uh, he is still out currently, I think after the passing of his father. Um, Oh yes. You're right. Yeah. I think he, I think he's still out. um, I don't remember. I feel like I heard something about you know him coming back right away. But either way, um, that's another team that uh, you know is trying to get that last wildcard position as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're currently sitting in fifth in, in wild card contention at sixty two points, uh, but one game in hand uh, on Florida and only two points back so yeah the the East is tight right now, to say the least Washington at sixty two points detroit at sixty two points Pittsburgh at sixty three points
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: so and even even you know throw in the Sabres and uh the Senators there at sixty and fifty eight points apiece, like it it's the East is definitely you're going to want to pay attention to that wild card race for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, the west as well, like they're both very similar. But yeah, the yeah. east is a lot like like you said earlier, it's way tighter than it was last year where yeah. the the teams were decided like basically by the all-star break or yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um yeah, just looking um, at Yahoo Fantasy Sports, which gets their updates from RotoWire, uh it says uh, Alex Ovechkin could be available on Thursday. Um, this was as of yesterday uh, evening. Um, yeah, just says could be back as soon as Thursday's game versus the Ducks. If yeah. not, he's an option for Saturday. So, sounds like he's coming back soon, but they're also giving him as much time as he needs, rightfully yeah. so. They definitely
1: um, hurt without him, that's for sure. Uh, three, seven, and oh, in their last 10, and are currently on a five game losing streak.
0: I think. Th- that's about as long as Ovechkin's been I out. Think so. Um uh, he's been out for four games, so basically that long then. Yeah. Yeah, his last game was the first loss against first loss of that stretch against San Jose, four yeah. one. So
1: yeah. Um They're mi- they're missing Ovi, that's for sure. Oh for sure. And I and yeah. I'm missing him on my fantasy team too, so
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yes, because your fantasy team is way more important than his
1: dad. Obviously. <laughs>
0: no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean it's uh, yeah, I mean, well, I guess having Ovi in the lineup or not is probably not going to change the outcome of this game, save for, you know, a goal or two. But how do you think this one is going to land?
1: I'm going to take a well, sorry. What did that report say? That he just that he could be back, it, or was he, he looking be. to be back?
0: It just says could be. It's it didn't say he was looking to be back, it just said like okay. it's a possibility. So, um,
1: that's well, a game in Washington. Uh, and how are they doing in or at home? Oh, their records are pretty even actually, home in a way. Um, at home specifically this year 14, 12, and three. Okay. And then, just for curiosity's sake, uh, the road record is 14-13-3. <laughs> huh, okay. Pretty damn even. I'd, I'd um, say so it doesn't
0: get much more even than that.
1: Yeah. Ovi or not, oh, I'm going to go 3-2 Washington. Okay. Interesting. That's, Be tight.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's lower than I'm probably going to go. I'm going to say 5 3. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think 5 3 Washington. So
1: cool. I like it.
0: Yeah. Just a little, little more high scoring.
1: Yeah. And then we get to Carolina on Saturday. Um, expect this one to be similar to the game against Tampa in my opinion <laughs> yeah I'm Carolina current yeah Carolina currently on a four game winning streak nine one and oh in their last 10 and their home record 26 and two on the season I'm just yeah. gonna take the Tampa game actually 6-1, six, Carolina yeah okay. <laughs> six one Carolina it shall yeah.
0: be just um,
1: throw it out there. Might as well.
0: Carolina is on the second half of a back-to-back. They will be a host to Ottawa on the Friday. They'll be alright. Yeah, no, I'm now, not you concerned. Know what?
1: Their, Ottawa, their goal, they
0: literally have the three best not the three best. They have the best three goalie ten, rotation. Not, rotation. Ten, um, yeah, yeah. The, the best set of Three goalies out of any of the thirty-two teams because Kachet. Well, like Kachekov and Dostal, I'd put on the same level, but I wouldn't put Gibson and Stellars on the same level as Anderson and Ranta. Yeah, if that makes sense. So yeah.
1: Um. Sorry. So you, you said they're playing Ottawa the night before, like on Friday yeah. night. Yeah. Okay. Can I tweak my answer then? Or my score? Yeah. Sure. Five one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're literally just gonna take off a goal. you will get yeah. like
0: one less goal in the third because they'll yep. be a little bit more fatigued. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I, I don't have a lot of hope for this one. It's the end of a road trip for the Ducks. We've been what? What's the? We don't go through the Ducks' home and away record usually. Like I, I should kind of have an idea, but I I really
1: don't. <laughs> Let's get into it here. The home record for the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, sorry. Just because I'm seeing it here. By the way, we have uh, we have officially gone over the negative 100 goal differential. Oh plateau. yeah, we are at negative I 101.
0: I meant to point. I meant to say that off the top of the episode. That's yeah. uh, that's something. That, that, you got to be trying to do that. <laughs> like there's that that doesn't just happen. You, you've got to try.
1: <laughs> Especially when you look at Chicago uh, at negative 64, And the they're, next they're they're the next lowest. closest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> it's uh, something.
1: Columbus League is uh negative 66 as the next closest so.
0: Okay. What can you scroll up to Boston as well just for just for comparison.
1: Uh plus 92.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they're almost at plus 100. That's stupid, man. It's almost that's, 200. That's absolutely dumb.
1: Between Boston and Anaheim, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh Anaheim's home record 9-16 and 1. And then yeah. on the road, eight, eighteen, and six.
0: So and they about the, are about the same.
1: Yeah, and they're split three and three on shootouts. It looks like. Okay. Three, yeah, five, so, and two in the last. One. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah. What do okay. you got so, for us? Sorry, I, I got distracted looking at a specific good. record. Um, I'll. If you're making my prediction first, I suppose. So it, apparently, it doesn't matter if we're home
1: or away. Um, nope. You know, it, I, if we're on the road. We got more of a chance at a point.
0: Okay. I'm. Uh, I'm just feeling this in my soul. I'm. I'm saying four nothing Carolina. I'm. I'm just. I'm just not feeling it for the Ducks on the last game of a road trip. Yeah, and that's Yeah. Like even with Carolina on the second half of a back to back it doesn't really mean anything to me. If anything, the Ducks are like, oh, we got a team on the second half of a back-to-back. They'll come out like, you know, how a team should come out for the first, and then they'll just like shit the bed for the second, as they have done. (laughs) Kind of all season long, we haven't really talked about that. And then just kind of give up in the third. Like, I I just kind of think they just almost like are complacent about the game
1: with Carolina
0: being on the second half of a back-to-back, even though it's Carolina. And then they just don't
1: recover. So yeah. Sorry. Well, they're like, prediction? just let me go home. So yeah. Sorry. What was your prediction again? For nothing. Carolina. For nothing. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Not,
0: Sounds not even good. like shocked. You're like, yeah, whatever. It could be a shutout. Yeah. I guess. Yeah.
1: Um, and as well, just to, uh, keep an update on the win records or I guess lack of win records. um, the Anaheim Ducks are currently tied for that last spot for total wins, which was again the 1920 Detroit Red Wings uh, COVID shortened season. But um, yeah, they are tied now for just total wins at 17. However, though they are still uh, they're still looking to take the regulation or let least amount of regulation wins in a season record okay. uh currently with seven and just a reminder the record is 11 set by the 13 14 buffalo sabers wow okay. so that one could still happen yeah no it could for sure <laughs> the fact that we have seven regulation wins out of 17 wins on the season and 57 games yeah 58 games 58 now yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's not good.
0: Um, I, I I did just look up the worst goal differentials in a season in NHL history. Take a guess at the worst. I'll even I'll even tell cool. you this. It was the Washington Capitals in seventy four seventy five. Because I know that's not going to okay, help was, you, but just just. I was context.
1: actually I actually thought you were going to say like what team was it, and that was the team I was going to go with. So I'm glad oh, I got really? that down. Oh really? Like, um, you, like yeah, that, that actually, year? Well, like. Yeah, because that's the first year that Washington was a team, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess you might. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're probably right there. Yeah, that was because that was a horrible team. Uh,
0: Oh, yes, their record was eight sixty-seven and five. (laughs) Yes, yes, that was the one then. So
1: so I thought, I thought you were gonna say like, what team was it? Uh, And that was the team I was gonna pick. However, in terms of the actual differential, oh man. It's the set. Sa- oh, it's the seventies. Up uh, Oh. Okay. I'm gonna go for the wild answer here at mm. like negative two hundred. Uh. Even
0: here, I'll let you here. Th- this is your context. The ninety-five, ninety-six Washington Capitals in eighty games where they had an eleven fifty-nine and ten record. So the next season, their goal differential was minus one hundred and seventy.
1: Oof. Okay, let's go two forty 240, negative two forty five then.
0: Okay, you you actually you got pretty close, especially on the minus two hundred. Um, <laughs> yeah, it minus two hundred and sixty five.
1: Holy so, shit! So,
0: I, so I honestly didn't think you were going to go into the two hundreds, but <laughs> then you did. So, Man,
1: um, I just I just know that that team holds so many records, like not good ones, because of that season alone. Yeah. So I'm yeah, just like, and- let's go for the egregious thing, and even then, the initial egregious guess wasn't enough.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I'm just counting here.
1: What are we? What are we counting?
0: Okay, so StatMuse gives the top 22 worst goal differentials, which seems kind of just like an arbitrary. This okay. is how many bars we could fit on our cool little graph <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, but I, I then sorted by season. So the three most recent out of the top 22 worst goal differentials by season. Um, I'll, I'll just give you this as well, just to you know, kind of show how bad the Ducks are this season. The 1999-2000 Atlanta Thrashers in 82 games had a minus 143 goal differential they finished the season with a fourteen fifty seven seven and four record, where they had ties and overtime losses as both counting. Ouch. So. Yeah, um, and then next, most recently, the Buffalo Sabers of fourteen fifteen. So the season after that abysmal regulation win.
1: Yeah, season. this is one that they were trying to lose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because of a Mister Connor McDavid.
0: <laughs> yeah, so not not unlike Connor Bedard coming yep. up here for the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, so the 14-15 Sabres, 82 games played, a minus-116 goal differential, 23 wins, 51 losses, and 8 overtime losses. And then the 1920 Detroit Red Wings, so four years ago, the COVID-shortened season, 71 games played, a minus-123 in only 71 games. uh, uh, With 17 wins, 49 losses, and 5 overtime losses. So, not too dissimilar to the Anaheim Ducks, I guess. In a way, they finished with 39 points that season, and the Ducks are at what? Well, 41. Okay, so, you know, this team's not quite that bad in terms of points and overall wins and stuff, but a minus 123, honestly, probably pretty good for that Red Wings team.
1: I just wanted the context of who the goalies were that played that season. In Detroit? Yeah. Jonathan Bernier. Oh, yeah. Eric Comrie. (laughs) Uh... Jimmy Howard, and if I'm not mistaken, that was the last okay. year of Jimmy Howard. Where oh my god, D- right? Didn't he only
0: play like one game or something or three, <laughs> three games? games? No, 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 it's no, it's only
1: he only won two. Oh, I was thinking of
0: Corey Schneider, that's what I was thinking of.
1: Uh, yeah, he had a two 23 and two record. Uh, oh, it doesn't say how many. Keys played just right off, right off hand Okay, never mind. I was about to say in 35 games. No, that was his number. Um, and a four point two goals against uh goals against average. Oh yeah um nice. and the other goalie, uh Calvin Pickard, who played in two games, it looks like. Wow. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, yeah. That was the same so, I like I remember talking about that because that was the same season that like we started this show. It, yeah
0: yeah yeah I do too so um so yeah I mean the ducks are bad they're not i mean I guess it's possible they make it into the top 20 in worst goal differentials but I mean yeah. I don't think they're gonna hit the minus 265 even the next couple of teams 34 senators and the 92 93 sharks uh at both at minus 196 like I don't even think they get that low but
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's still not going to be great. It's taking 58 (laughs) games to get to negative 101. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that bad, but you never know. Well, like negative 125 is definitely reasonable, I would say.
0: Yeah. Sorry. We're at negative 101 over 58 games times 82. I I mean, we're on pace for minus 143.
1: Are we? Jesus
0: Christ. Okay. So (laughs) that ties us with the. 99 2000 Atlanta Thrashers 1 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 11 12 13 tied for 14th so yeah not great anyways <laughs> but jeez <laughs> yeah all right oh. uh, a couple more things here to wrap up the episode a gulls update which
1: wow
0: that is a lot longer than I thought it was, but I love it. <laughs> Thank you for sending that over to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um yeah, Gull's update here. I'll just I'm just gonna burn through it quick because we do also have what's quacking and I would have otherwise just said like, okay, well no, we'll leave it, but I think I alluded to it earlier. So I feel like we should do it. We, we kinda have to, yeah. Yeah. No,
0: no, we'll do it. It'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh yeah, so Gull's update here. Played three games over the last uh week. Uh, on the 18th there, they lost 4-3 in overtime to the Ontario Rain, picking up their first overtime loss of the season. Oh. There's no longer a zero there under OPL for the San Diego Gulls. Uh, they then lost the next night uh, 7-4 to the Bakersfield Condors. They would play the Condors again two nights later and lose 3-1 to them in Bakersfield. Uh, coming up this week, We got uh, Coachella Valley Firebirds on uh, Friday there, uh, the Ontario Rain on Sunday, and next Wednesday when all of you people that are watching and listening to us uh, are going to hang out with us to watch the Capitals game on the THPN YouTube channel, uh, the San Diego Gulls will be playing the Henderson Silver Knights in nice. San Diego there. So uh, yeah, the team still obviously sits 10th uh, in the Pacific division with a 14, 37 and one record. Uh, your top five players get a tie for fifth spot with uh, Pavel Regenda, our boy and uh, Glenn Godden at 22 points apiece. piece. Michael Delzado at 29 holds the fourth spot with 19 points in 24 games with the Gulls uh, specifically. Bo Grew has 29 points as well. So I guess Dalzato and Grew are tied for third. Uh, Nicholas Brilliard has 32, and Rocco Grimaldi still leading the way at 50 points in 51 games played. Uh, Your goalies are currently, right now, Oli Eriksson Eck, uh, who's now played in 15 games, has a 5.13 goals against average and an 8.44 save percentage. And then the newcomer, Gage Alexander, who has now played in three games. Is a 264 goals against and an 897 uh, save percentage. Nice, crushed it. Thank you.
0: Yeah, uh, we just had a question from Amon here asking what happened to Braden Tracy and Jacob Perot? Thought they were highly touted prospects. Yeah, I'm just looking up how old they are. So Tracy is 21, will be 22 in May. So still pretty young. And I think Jacob yeah. Perrault is around the same age. I believe they were same draft year.
1: Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, they'll just be, it's going to, excuse me, be just yeah. a little bit longer, I think, with them especially. He's 20, um, sorry. Perot is 20, so a year younger. Yeah. And in fairness as well, um, just because I only grab for like the, the top five, uh, Braden Tracy is sitting in that seventh spot, just below Pavel regenda at 21 points. And Jacob Perot is at 16 points, so like both of those guys are in the top 10 in terms of points. But yeah, at the same time, you know, 10th spot is Drew Hellison with 14 points on the back end. So yeah,
0: the, and this is for sure. Um,
1: the the team Perreault's, as a whole is struggling as well. Oh like, yeah, for sure. The system is struggling right now to to produce.
0: Yeah, th- this is for sure Perot's first professional season. Like his ELC is just kicked in for this year. Like it's. He signed it when he was 18, but it's like continued to slide until this season. Uh, Whereas Braden Tracy, he's in the second year of his ELC, but I think.
1: Yeah, this is. Okay, I know he did play 55 games last season.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. And he played 12, I guess, in the season before. So enough, I guess. But really, I'd consider this kind of his second full professional season. So they're still young. Like, they're. And there were Tracy late first, and then Perot, I believe, was also a late first.
1: Yeah, and Tracy did good. look yeah. decent last year as well, 31 points in 55 games last season. So,
0: so yeah, sophomore slumps, so you yeah. can chalk this up to. But, yeah, they are still young, and really outside of the top 10, a lot of guys don't, like, a lot of those late first round, second round picks don't break into the league until they're like, right like close away. to mid-20s. Yeah. Like, if you're lucky, maybe 23 or 24, but generally it's closer to
1: 25 so yeah this will be the closest case to like the 2003 draft where Corey perry and brian getzlaff got there a lot sooner than guys usually do yeah um this would probably be the draft that you might see it closer to that compared to any other year so yeah yeah exactly so for like later first round guys at least
0: yeah the the drop off in the second half of the first round is just like so drastic so usually yeah. yeah Yeah, generally in like in most normal years. So even though it's like, oh, this guy was a first round pick, what happened? It's um, they're they're just kind of following the normal development curve. So um, yeah, and then as Amon, who, you or someone who listens to podcasts, like we just like talk about them a lot more. So then you expect them to be like the Mason McTavishers and stuff like that. And and I'm guilty for it too. It's not just yeah,
1: and every me, so. every team, um. Thinks of their prospects a lot more highly than anybody else does. Yeah. Kind of thing. Right. So like mm-hmm. unless it's somebody like a Bedard or I guess that's maybe even on the far side of it. Um like unless they're just like generally highly touted, right? More than likely you're the the fandom and those teams in particular are thinking about them a little higher than anybody else does.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um says they have good upside yeah absolutely yeah. they do yeah and they're still young so I, I mean if in a few years they're, we're still not like talking about them like we are Rocco Grimaldi who's lighting up the NHL or sorry the AHL right now then okay yeah maybe it'll be time to write them off but um yeah you, you, you kind of never know so yeah, L- look at Tage Thompson as an example he's 25 yeah, exactly. this season and like he just popped off but he's been around yeah. for a few seasons
1: that's a still, realistic so. expectation that I think more Teams and fans need to have, yeah, on young oh, yeah. guys. Like, not everybody's going to be an eighteen or a nineteen year old just popping off in the NHL right away. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um,
0: but yeah, good question because I, uh, like, we always talk about the goals but we sometimes forget to talk about like some of the prospects that we would expect to make the NHL. We kind of just yeah. talk about the guys who are doing well in the AHL, but they might just be you know, career NHLers like Nicholas Brouillard. So
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess let's get to what's quacking here to wrap up the
1: episode. So we're going to do a bit of a Star Wars quiz. So I came yeah. across a video by uh, at the Maddie O. Net on TikTok here. I got like a second into it before I stopped it because I wanted to use this for the show tonight and I grabbed a couple others as well. Um, so I think he, he, he'll explain it in one of the videos, but basically he's going to give uh, both Carter and I um, and you as well, watching, listening, a one second clip of a star Wars movie. And uh, for, for Carter and I specifically, we're going to write down what our answer is and uh I, I I had six here, but just looking at the time, like we're we're gonna be well over what we normally do anyway. So I'm gonna cut it down to three videos. Okay. So cool. um, we'll do four yes. if we, I was
0: gonna say four if we need a tiebreaker, but yeah, well, I four, guess no, we four. could have a tie because we could both get it wrong or both get it right. So yeah, yeah, we'll do at least three, and if we need tiebreakers, we can, we have four, five, and six for a backup. So
1: yeah, exactly. So okay. I'm just gonna write out one, two, and three here on yeah. my keypad.
0: Um, yeah. So for everyone playing along, you know, usually when we do these quizzes, we say you know the chat can go off, but we won't look at it because this is so quick, bang bang. Um, there's, it's only we're only getting a second. Feel free yeah. to just like put the answer right into your chat because we're going to be writing and then kind of sharing at the same time. So yeah, and yeah, so I, you guys I, can even, play along as well. So even
1: just in case, not that I, not that I need the help. Yeah, uh, I, I might, <laughs> <laughs> but I did turn off the comments uh, for myself at least, just in case. So, yeah. All right. Okay. I got my Quick. sticky pad ready with the one, two, and three.
0: Cool. And... Me as well. Quick ground rules before we get started, though. Yes. Um, by Star Wars movie, and maybe you don't even know the answer, is this episodes one through nine or like the I'm spinoffs? Assuming, are they in there
1: as well? I'm like... assuming it's one through nine. I'm assuming. Okay. okay. So, I guess we'll find out. Based off of movies, it could be what was that, like Rogue One and Solo? Would yeah, be in or, or well. the
0: Clone Wars movie, technically.
1: Yeah, I guess technically, hey. The,
0: the Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever it's, watched? It's, that, it's By a... the way,
1: have you ever watched that?
0: I don't. No, I don't think I have.
1: I, I watched, I watched the Lego. Once. I
0: watched the Lego Star Wars holiday special.
1: I I watched like the original holiday special. I found it on YouTube. I watched yeah. it one time just to, just to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's it's something to say yeah. the least. <laughs> the best thing to come out of that, honestly, is like that at the time the, the first look at Boba Fett. Yeah. That is literally the best thing to come out of that. <laughs> so all right. So okay. and I I'll I'll keep a tally here as well of how many we get right. Sure. So all right. So I will pull up the first one here. And like I said, he'll explain the rules or whatever and give us the clip. So, okay. and I'll, I can, Oh, uh, do you want one repeat if we want it? Or do you just want to just, you see it and that's it. I feel like just um, see it and that's it.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I will pull up the first video here. uh there it is yeah yeah we'll go with this one here okay I'm, I'm picking these randomly as well so okay and like i said i haven't seen any of these i there's a there's a playlist that he had on his tiktok page and i just grabbed a bunch of them so i okay. haven't seen any of these so here we go star wars movie from just this three second clip that's right, this is Guess the Movie. Oh, three seconds, seconds, I guess, for this one. If you're new okay. here, I do this Guess the Movie series with mainly Marvel movies. Can I skip forward a bit? Yeah, here we go. All right, here we go. So let me know in the comments what Star Wars movie is this. Got it already. Fuck, that's it? <laughs> that's it. Um, if you, I guess if you're listening for that clip, if you're just listening and you have yeah, to get what movie that is like, let us know, like be genuine about it, but I will definitely be impressed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to put the scene I'm thinking of too, just so that just, just because I think I know, but. Um...
1: And, oh, I guess, do I have to go into the comments of each video to confirm our answer?
0: I, I mean, unless you're like a hundred percent confident, this one in particular, I am. Okay, then I will just take your word as gospel here. <laughs> but, okay,
1: and yeah. and I like I can go back in and like find like I can like grab a screen cap and more than likely, let's be honest, tell you what exactly is going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all yeah. right.
0: Well, first right. we got Ronnie saying, "I have a bad feeling about this." Is that a <laughs> reference to the scene? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a reference to the entire saga dude come well, on well, no
0: no no i know i know but like specifically <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if they said it in this oh, scene gotcha. specifically yeah
1: no not when oh, okay hold on a second that's actually trivia when did they say it in that movie
0: so evidently not in this scene if uh no so ronnie I, if that's oh, your answer unfortunately
1: not i know where they say it. i just don't know what exact scene okay okay that's fine okay
0: well let's let's All show right. our answers here so
1: yeah All right, so I got Empire Strikes Back.
0: Okay, I also i i said episode five, so Empire Strikes
1: Back. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then I also wrote Solo getting frozen. So like, or like, that's like the area that Han Solo gets like, not not like frozen, but like frozen in carbonite. Is that the
1: kind of where that happens? So that's here. Let's let's pull it up here. Like, is that
0: the same room? I guess.
1: Uh no, so that would actually be down lower.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's like the, it's like kind of the that same area. area. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah,
1: that's during uh Luke and Vader's I'm a, I'm fight. A, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I'm very <laughs> impressed with uh, with myself there then.
1: Impressive. Most impressive. <laughs> As Vader says to Luke in that fight. Yeah. This is really just showing how nerdy I am or how many times mm. I've seen these movies in particular.
0: Yeah. Honestly, you know how I knew this? How it's not from the movie, it's from the Lego Star Wars video game.
1: That's I know fantastic. Why, I, I don't know why, I but I played this particular
0: chapter like a lot as a kid. Like it's that specific part of episode yeah. 5. So I just like recognized the area and that's <laughs> that's how I knew that it was the kind of the area where Solo got frozen. So
1: I love it. All right, so I'm going to see if I can skip ahead here for this next one. And okay, I got it here. So okay. all right, here is the next one. Yep, got it already. <laughs> okay. That, yeah, that was just a
0: single second. But, like, okay, that's. <laughs> that one was literally a second. <laughs> yeah, and come on. That's. The, the, there's like, yeah. It's just there's only one possible answer. <laughs> and again, I watched this movie a lot as a kid, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. We will. Here, I'll pull just do the Yeah, there we go. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. There we go. What do you got, Carter? I got episode one A Phantom Menace. There we go. Both got it. All right. So each got two. The the double lightsaber very much gives it away. Yeah. Good ol' maul. Um, Also, one of the greatest pieces of uh, cinema music scoring. Oh, yeah. In the history of music scoring with Mm -hmm. Duel of the Fates. So good. If you haven't yet, like if you really want to dive deep, there is... um, Oh, I forget where it was, like what it was a part of exactly, but I'm sure you could just find the clip on YouTube. There's a... It's Dave Filoni, like doing a deep dive onto that fight in particular of Maul versus Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. um, And just like, you know, like the name of like Duel of the Fates and everything like that. Like he... Like to give you the the Cole's notes version of it or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. It's basically, you know, like if Qui-Gon is victorious, right. Then Anakin will be, you know, raised one way that would probably Mm -hmm. be the better for him. Yeah. Um, And if, you know, Qui-Gon Qui-Gon in particular loses, which spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 1999, he does. That's it's going to lead him. There, there's like the fate is, you know, of him becoming Darth Vader for Anakin. So yeah, mm-hmm. but, yeah, yeah. So like that's like, yeah, a, that, that like, makes sense. The, that's pretty but, cool. Like, yeah. like Dave Filoni, who was like the director for a lot of the Clone Wars, um, does like a brilliant like deep dive into all of it. Like it's I'm, I love listening to that guy talk Star Wars in particular. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: but all right. So I will pull up the. Yeah, I guess our last one here.
0: Yeah, unless we both get it, because then we have to
1: do a tiebreaker. But... Yeah. Well, we don't have to, but I want to, because I'm competitive. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, All right. Here we go. Uh, I'll, I'll put it back just a second before as well. Okay. Um, oh, Okay, I can't do that for myself. I was trying to put it full screen for me, but I, I can't uh, do it and add it to the stream. So, all right, here we go. I Think. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah, a, I think I was I that only got a it. very
0: short clip because it. As soon as you put that it up, was. it started for me. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: that... Do you want me to pull it up one more time?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Just because okay. it like it's kind of a lot all at once. So,
1: okay. This one I might have to go and just double check the answer, but I'm fairly certain I know when this one or what this one was.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. That one was just like very quick. Okay. Yeah. So here, I'm just going to pull up the
1: screen grab there. I can at least tell you what I can narrow it down to two movies. Okay. For sure.
0: Yeah. I th- mm. I, th- I do
1: think I know which one in particular it is. This one though, I think we're going to have to actually go to the comments. Like of this video. To see. Yeah. Yeah, to see it.
0: Okay. Now that you that have the screen better. grab up, I'm not super confident in my answer, but Okay. Amon says revenge of the Sith. Which is I will say is different than what I have.
1: Okay. What do you have? You know you here, here. pen. Okay. My my hands are up. All right. Okay. So I'm yeah, not, I'm not stealing an answer or that. What do you have? Yeah.
0: Um, I have episode two, Attack of the Clones. Just the very brief shot kind of reminded me of, um, like, the ship that the all the clones are on, and that's really all I remember from Attack of the Clones. Um, oh,
1: okay, yeah. But gotcha. then
0: when you showed the full thing, I was like, mm, no, that's not what I'm... That, that's, yeah, it wasn't what I was thinking of, but in the quick flash, that's what I thought of, so.
1: So, I am... Okay, I'm trying to go through these videos to find the correct one. Okay. Um, yeah, where is, Where's... Yeah, where's so his I, face? Yeah, just use that to... Because I think there's only... Yeah, okay, there's only the one. So, okay, okay. we can find our...
0: Oh, um, Ronnie says, uh, all right, guys, got to hit it. Great show. Have a good night. Um, good night, Ronnie. And Amon says, night, oh, yeah. And... Um, Ronnie says good night to Aman. Aman says Rogue One was my other guess oh, okay
1: alright so yeah judging from the comments I did get this right actually
0: okay and so what I'm did you have
1: kind of surprised because I think this one I've only seen like three times which might mm-hmm. be a lot to some people but
0: but for you compared it's- to the rest and compared to how much you've seen the other ones yeah
1: yeah, uh, I had the Last Jedi. Okay, episode eight. So, and it was specifically it was like just how the how the graphics looked. It was just very. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's 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 Last Jedi or the Rise of Skywalker in particular. Just the the space element of it, but a lot of that of a lot of the Last Jedi is set in space. Yeah, so that's where I went for that one. So
0: okay. And that's there what the comments go. said as well. Yeah, that's what the comments mostly. said. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we so, will trust the he, comments and, then, so.
1: And like in the like he does give like the answer into the next one like in the caption kind of thing, so.
0: Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. so
1: So there we go. I got 3, you got 2. But okay. you know what, like yeah. in fairness though, you lost fair- out on the yeah. lo- you lost out on the last Jedi, which like I said, is one that I've I seen that once. It, like maybe three times. Yeah, exactly. It's I, not like I saw
0: it in it, theaters, and that's it. So
1: yeah, it's it's a it's not a lot of people's favorite. Let's put it that way. It's normally yeah. at the bottom of most people's uh, list when they're when they're ranking yeah. the Star Wars films. So yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, that too. Like it's it, you know, it's it's not my favorite, but it's it's one I can appreciate for mm-hmm. what it is or what it tried to do. I guess. Yeah. As an individual movie. As a trilogy, there I I got my whole other thing that I could do like a, an entire like hour lecture. Dude, of, you could have your own like show, that.
0: like not even just yeah. one podcast. You could have your own show. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, <laughs> you know, so
0: the fact that I got uh, two thirds of them right, with and you got one hundred percent, which means I have, you know, sixty six point six seven percent of the Star Wars knowledge that you do. I'm uh, I'm pretty happy with because that's
1: a lot of Star Wars knowledge. Still have much to year, much to learn, my young apprentice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know, hopefully, some guy with a from an alien race with a you know double-edged, not double-edged, but you know, double dual bladed, w- dual wielding, neighbor, double bladed. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> double bladed sword just like you know cuts you down, and then I can get some cool, you know, dark powers and a nice suit and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And I have a sick, <laughs> a really sick deep voice, like sicker than I currently do.
1: So, like a southerny James Earl Jonesy sounding. Yeah, like that kind of type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Like think Mufasa from the
0: Lion King. I want that kind of voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Now it's like obviously it wouldn't work, but imagine. Episode nine for a second, right? Because the whole uh-huh. thing is Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, trying to become his grandfather, Darth yeah. Vader, Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. and they just have a scene there where it's like, because you know, like he return, like Ben returns to the light kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it's just the the ghost of Anakin Skywalker, remember who you are,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just appears in like yeah. you know a space cloud. Yeah. <laughs> not not like not even just like a regular Force ghost. He's like way <laughs> he's like in the, the reflection of the ship's uh, like windshield, for lack yeah, of a better word. Just like exactly like shot for shot out of the Lion King. <laughs> yeah. that have been hilarious. <laughs> that, that'd be good. That'd be really good. <laughs> and I mean Ooh. owned by Disney, so they could do that and like not yeah.
1: get sued but you know that would draw so many people out of it right away but it's i was just like like that like that's something that some like a like a channel like uh how it should have ended would do yeah right so yeah well
0: I, uh, if if people want to let you know Nate where they uh or how much how they did on this quiz assuming they watched the video version and but i mean if you if you even got one right and you watched the
1: unjust just like audio listened, good on you
0: i'm i'm impressed
1: So means, you know, your John Williams scores really well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, sorry. Really quickly, I guess before um, you want to message me about what, what your score got, uh, we had Oscar chime in. It's been a while, Oscar. How's it going, buddy? Hey, Uh, y'all have to watch the insane ending of the Blackhawks versus the stars. So I had to pull up just the scoring summary here Mm -hmm. really quickly. Um, yeah, the second period saw the vast majority of uh, those goals, for sure. Patrick Kane putting up two on the night. Ooh. I guess he heard that uh, I said he wasn't going to get moved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, Max Domi as well, uh, potting the game winner there for the Chicago Blackhawks.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll have to throw on uh, some sports highlights after we're done here then.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah, but (laughs) yeah, Um,
0: but yeah, good to hear from you again, Oscar. And we'll do, we'll definitely check out the uh, ending there. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, But yeah, if you want to message me what score you got, um, yeah, you can uh, tweet me at Tate Namas, T A T E N H O M A S on Twitter.
0: And if uh, you want to tell me how dumb my trade proposal was for Max Comtois, or if you have, you know, less boneheaded trade proposals, then you can DM them to me at carter underscore pots, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. And if you just have, you know, general questions and inquiries for us, we are at Quack Report Pod on all of the things. Reminder, on Wednesday we will be doing a live stream over on the THPN YouTube YouTube channel at THPN. And uh yeah, I hope you have a good no, that's next week. Next Wednesday. We'll see you next time. Go to XGo. <laughs>